The last show of July, which means it's the last show of Pint Size July. And of course, we have to tackle another childhood favorite. That's right, we're going to visit the misadventures of old Omri and his magical cupboard in the 1995 classic film, The Indian in the Cupboard. Will our childhood nostalgia shine light on this film? Tune in and find out on a very special Real Iroquois Man edition of The Review Review. I want him, Omri! <laughs> I'm another kid. Fuck. I don't know. I got I got nothing on this one. <laughs> Welcome to the Review Review Show, where two small town dudes give you our small pine sides opinions. I'm Troy to the max extreme in a cupboard. <laughs> I'm JT3K. But my friends call me Boo Boone. <laughs> <laughs> we are dipping back to the nostalgia well with Indian in the cupboard coming up in the top of the hour. To round out our pint-sized July. July. But first, we got a slew of news for you, JT. Probably more trailers than news, but we got news, too. We got news, too, so... We got news, too! <laughs> we got... To... Oh, sorry, I thought the bug was back. It was just a bird outside. It's a cardinal. Look at that. What? Ooh. It's a nice little cardinal. It's a little red old bird. Yep. God Good bless. little visual gag for uh, <laughs> all the podcast listeners. Just, uh, visual bird watch. Uh, so SDCC was this last weekend, JT. Yeah. And it was a bit, in my opinion, maybe a bit of a bittersweet SDCC. Why, is it going to be the last one? No, obviously not. Might as well be. Apparently shit happened in it. <laughs> well, it started, now that I shut that window, it's so hot in here. <laughs> Go ahead and crack it open. Oh, we're going to watch out for that bug? Oh, yeah. I'll kick the bug's ass if it comes back. Before we started recording, a giant bug flew in and then flew right back out. <laughs> it's one of those GD cicada killers again. I know. I killed another one in my kitchen today. Jesus. I had to take almost a whole bottle of wasp spray. <laughs> Not a whole bottle, just a squirt, but... They're still susceptible to the same. If amount you get of to the point where you're spraying a whole bottle of something at it, just start hitting it with something. <laughs> it's not made of rock. A shovel, maybe. Um, so it was because okay, SDCC started uh, Thursday, but yeah. Friday news came out that James Gunn, yeah, was fired from Disney of proper course. because Disney always needs to find reasons to take news away from dc <laughs> yeah in the most kind yeah. of shitty way possible oh, do we have any trailers coming out no uh, fire james gunn <laughs> we need to make sure that we overshadow dc in every way possible uh it was kind of, it the whole thing's different <laughs> like, i'd say it's stupid i well i okay i get why they did it i why disney did it because they want to uphold an image i know reasons why it's counterproductive for them yeah and it's a little um hypocritical yeah uphold their image because like their founder was all glorified jew hater or they still cut checks to johnny depp yep 
<laughs> who beats women. Uh, In fact, they made that Pirates of the Caribbean movie, what, like last year? Yeah, I think there's still one in development, too, I think. Oh, bless him. Uh, John yeah. Lasseter still works there. No, he quit. They got rid of him, I think. But he's, he's still on, he's as, on, a he's on as a consultant, and they're working towards firing him. Right. They didn't just fire him over a weekend. Yeah. Over some tweets of ten years ago. Yeah. So, needless to say, the did Disney's you read those? full of shit. Well, yeah, but those... I see why they did it. And those tweets are... A little blue. They're 10 years old, and it was back when, like, social media wasn't as held in such high regard as it is now. Mm-hmm. Um, they were in bad taste. Yeah. And James Gunn wasn't even, like, working for Disney around this time. He was, like, more of, like, a trauma director, which, like, they're known for, like, putting, yeah, but like, even scandalous then, looking shit out. Yeah, I mean, it's he not... He was probably doing Super at this time with, like, Rain Wilson and... Ellen yeah. Page. Oh yeah, that's right. But even then, like Ellen Page as a child rapes Rain Wilson. In it. <laughs> Duh, yeah, she does. <laughs> it's fucked up. Anyway, <laughs> but so, like in the same sense, though, like he's apologized since then. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it's he apologized even, right as it happened. Yeah, and even then, it's just dumb bullshit. Like the fact that you can be held against things that you've done 10 years ago is like a borderline witch hunt now yeah it's it's even past like the statute of limitations yeah (laughs) but and he's not even like yeah he made jokes about child rape but didn't actually rape a child right and he's not coming out and being blatantly racist on twitter now yeah (laughs) yeah so like it granted yeah they were in bad taste they weren't funny and if you look at the and I was more Re- offended at the fact they weren't funny. <laughs> yeah, they were <laughs> terrible jokes. Like, they they didn't get any even tr- Twitter reaction. If you look at see how many times yeah. it was even liked, it would have been four times. Yeah. Like, it's nobody cared for them. No. So they... Anyway, they're awful. And they went back all the way from, like, 11 years ago up till maybe eight years ago. Yeah. Like, in that short a span of time. Yeah. That he was, like... Whatever they posted, the 12 of them they put up, they did that many in, like, a span of, like, four years. Yeah. That's, like, <laughs> one every th- four months. Yeah. More to... Well, whatever. Anyway, because of that, there is a ton of people going back now and deleting old tweets just in case this kind of shit doesn't happen. Because people now, like, that are on the conservative side are looking to really find people to hang this shit on. Which, that, like, why would... Th- okay, conservative side. They're, your president is a rapist. <laughs> no, I don't want to get totally political on this because it's no fun to talk about this on no, the show. No, but I'm still saying in the same sense, like, okay, you want to out fucking liberal-minded people. Your president is a fucking rapist. <laughs> <laughs> so why the fuck do you need to try and, like, make yourself feel better by being like... This guy said kids are fuckable. Right. Oh, yeah, he said that. Your president's a rapist. (laughs) He raped. He raped multiple women, and he's the president. (laughs) So Ryan Johnson has gone out and since deleted some of his tweets. And even this last weekend, like, I have a friend who works for Comixology, who is an Amazon affiliate. Yeah. And he stood up for an independent comic creator when some guy, like, said that he 
what was his quote? Like he would rather be handed out cancer than to read that book. And so my friend was like, fuck you. And then he came back at him saying like that he was a racist because the guy who said that shit was like Mexican. Yeah. And so he came back and said to my friend that he was a racist and he (laughs) tagged Comixology and Amazon and all that shit in him. And it's just like, what the fuck? So my friend, just to be safe, went back and like deleted a ton of his tweets. Not that that would be offensive at all, just yeah. so it can't happen anymore. So they can't find something ten years ago for something. <sighs> Jesus Christ! It's it is a fucking witch hunt. Yeah, it's a goddamn witch hunt. We're right. back. This is like the social media version of like the Red Scare. <laughs> where it's like, did you talk about your dick on Twitter? Blackballed. Right. So I don't know. And obviously Roseanne's pissed off at it because everyone's, for the most yeah. part, supporting James. Gunn. I thought she was black. <laughs> Oh, bitch was white. I thought the bitch was white. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> God. But yeah, you know what, Roseanne, you weren't racist. <laughs> like yesterday, you were racist yesterday. Yeah. Not <laughs> making blue jokes ten years ago, which you probably were. Yeah. And uh, it doesn't matter anyway. Meanwhile, Anthony on. Jeselnik is like cutting so many fucking. I just fucked a dead corpse jokes, and he's like making a shit ton of money. Yeah. He like. <laughs> He came out on Twitter, too, saying, like, hey, go back and read all those tweets. I say them on stage. <laughs> go for it. It's so fucking dumb. I swear, the only reason Donald Trump's not getting fucking uh, taken for all this shit is he just, just doesn't apologize. Yeah. Just uh. go out there and be like, okay, yeah, I said it. Fuck you. <laughs> and it's like, okay, well, here's your job back. <laughs> no shit. <laughs> Oh, well, any of that. Oh, that's real fun. So I want to move on from this because it's uh, just not fun to talk about. Rapist. Yeah, I wanted to get it out of the way at the head of the show so we can move on to better things. Um, Ryan Reynolds, JT, hot off Deadpool 2. Yeah. He's got something else in development. You see this? Uh, Detective Pikachu? Not that. Okay. What I else? totally forgot about that. But uh, he is uh, supposedly developing... A rated R Home Alone like kind of project, and like a spoof or I I think it's a spoof. He's it's entitled Stoned Alone right now. Oh my god! This sounds like a National Lampoon's thing. If it now okay, <laughs> if it was from like anybody else, I would be like, oh, I don't know. But I think this could work from Reynolds. Okay, I'm on board with it right now. But okay. if it was from maybe like. Franco and Seth Rogen. Yeah. I've been like, Ugh, I don't know. <laughs> like, I liked Pineapple Express, but like, I I think all their stuff after had like a diminishing return for me. I think, yeah. just in my enjoyment level. Mm-hmm. So, Your Highness was fucking awful. Uh, I couldn't even make it through it. I, I turned it <laughs> oh, off. God. But like, I think Ryan Reynolds, if he did something along this line, I would be into it. Yeah. If you did like a spoof on Home Alone, made it R-rated, and just like people getting people decapitated getting by paint cans, <laughs> I didn't, I didn't expect this. <laughs> oh my god! Throws a brick off a roof and just smashes a guy's skull in. Oh my god! It'd be amazing. Um, a person not out of the controversial light yet. Uh, Chris Hardwick is back in the news. Yeah. Uh, see this. Yeah, I saw I got his job back. Yeah, he, at least he's going to be on The Talking Dead. <clears throat> yeah. Um, as an AMC investigation came upon him and really found no definitive proof that he did any of these things. Yeah. And, like, 
I don't want to say who would, if he did or didn't, but the stuff against him seemed pretty legit. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you were just reading some of the stuff a few weeks ago, and it was like, yeah, pull out the collar. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah, but I mean, it's it, it's all it's he said, she said. Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, you can't fucking hang a dude for something somebody else said about him. Right. Unless there's like mul- like if it's like a Cosby-esque type thing where like 20 people are saying he raped me. Well, I hopefully it doesn't get to that extent yeah. where it should be. I, I don't know, but it's hard to like, why, why wouldn't you listen to one person? Yeah. Like this is an issue and then nip it right there. And like, if you have like definitive, like yeah. proof that it did happen, mm-hmm. I don't know. That's another slippery slope that I don't really want to talk about on this show. I know. It's just, a, <laughs> this, this shit like this is just, we just need to stop glorifying celebrities so much. Yeah. <laughs> that would probably help out a lot. Yeah. I just, I take, so I just take people that are like in TV shows and like movies as like, like I, I treat them out the same as garbage men. <laughs> I don't give a fuck about their autograph. I don't want a picture with them. I just want them to make a movie that I want. Me. Yeah. Entertain me, you idiot, <laughs> and then I'll I'll pay my four dollars that I rented to watch it, and that's about it. I'm not gonna like send you product. I don't give a fuck what product you're sponsoring. Right. I'm going to like look it up and see if it's a good product. I'm not gonna be like, oh, motherfucking Jessica Lawrence, fucking loves this shoe. I don't give a shit. Is it gonna be a good shoe? <laughs> First of all, is Jennifer Lawrence. Oh, Jennifer Lawrence. And I feel like her brand would be more wine than shoe. Okay, but... well, then her wine probably sucks, too. I don't <laughs> I care. Don't, I don't know. I don't know. I, it's just... Up. Yeah, just stop glorifying... Cele- yeah, do they play characters that you like? Yes. Are they those characters? Absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> so stop uh... thinking that they are and treat them like what they are, and they are people that are playing fake people to entertain you. Case by case basis. There you have exactly. It. Uh, last bit of news, JT, that I have on the docket. Uh, do you, are you familiar with the Neko Candy Company? They make the conversation hearts and those Neko wafers. Uh, sure. Yeah. Okay. The candy hearts, I know. Yeah. Uh, well, they're out of business. Oh no! <laughs> Apparently, Neko just went to every house in the uh, in the country and found all their candy in the garbage. <laughs> So they decided just to hang their hat and just quit while they were behind years ago. Uh, Amazing. No, like they, so they only make really these two things of candy. And so they were already hurting financially. So a other company bought them, found out that it was pretty much a money pit and then just shut them down. (laughs) So come Valentine's day, you might, not see those conversation hearts out anymore. Ah, damn it. You can just go buy some chalk and eat it instead. Exactly. (laughs) That's pretty much what the hell it is. That's it. That's all I got. All right. All right, Troy. Uh, This episode, because of we're watching Indeed in the Cupboard, we have the uh, Chief Blackhawk Porter from the... Uh, Tyarina Brewing Company in Lake Mills, Wisconsin. Hell yeah. I want to try, try and down this Miller Light and try one of those mm. bad boys. It's got full body. 
comes off a bit citrusy and then kind of mellows out to a bit of a coffee taste. Mm. It's quite an experience. I kind of like the sound of all of that. Get on it. <laughs> uh, Troy, there got some news on that Deadwood movie that oh. HBO is planning to put out. It's finally been greenlit. Finally. I feel like we've been talking about this since our podcast I know. They keep talking. It's going to happen, guys. It's going to happen. It's going to happen, guys. But no, it's finally been greenlit. It's going to start production in October, and it's looking at a 2019 spring release Whoa. on HBO. Whoa. So, oh, a TV uh, movie. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Got well, it. It, this is all owned by HBO. It was a series right. on HBO and stuff. Right. So, uh, yeah, I might go uh, go back and try and... Uh, and uh, get through all that Deadwood before uh, oh. the movie comes out. There's only three seasons of it. Oh, okay. <laughs> For whatever reason, I thought it went on like way longer than that, like seven seasons. No, there was like three seasons, and then uh, yeah, then it just got canceled. It got canceled like right before like a big thing was supposed to happen too. I think. Hence the movie. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, we need a movie to kind of uh, you know, <laughs> you know, uh, put everything uh, out, out, round out, round out all the storylines. Yes. Got it. Uh, Troy brought up a, l- a while ago uh, how the Coens were making a a uh, TV series called The Ballad of Buster Scruggs. Yes, I remember this. But uh, now it's turning into a film. Oh. It's coming out later this year. What? So, uh, yeah, and it's still going to be a Western. Okay. Buster Scruggs. Buster Scruggs. <laughs> I'm into it. So, uh, look out for that. All right. All right, I got for that. Cohen's stuff. The Cohen brothers. Cohen bros. They're already hit and miss for me. Yeah, me too. Like I wasn't a huge. They did Hail Caesar, right? Yeah, yeah. I didn't like Hail Caesar all that much. I felt it just fell flat. Yeah, yeah. It it didn't have much of a substance to it. Yeah, and I that was the last thing I think they did. But uh, I don't know. Not a huge fan. I mean, I enjoyed it, but yeah, it's it's just. They just kind of like float by yeah. and just like, hey, we're doing this. <laughs> Perfectly said. <laughs> That's the whole movie. Hey, we're doing this now. Hey, look at this. <laughs> look at this thing happening over here. May or may not be involved with the story at all. Hey, check look this at this out. thing happening over here. Oh, hey, look at this. this out. <laughs> this is the whole movie. The end. Uh, <laughs> try to know if we told the audience this yet, but in August... We're talking about doing a musical month. Yep. We're going to be singing out the summer. Yep. So uh, get ready for that. But I'm only saying that because this news is kind of related to that. Oh. That uh, it looks like the musical Hamilton Oh. might be coming out with a film in 2021. Oh, my goodness. After it's theater run is he, maybe done I, I think it's still out and about you just want to make the most money seeing keeping it in the theaters yeah would they th- like would they make more money as like a theater production or a movie you think probably is that i don't know because well the theater will stay in theaters theaters it it it'll be in more theaters yeah but uh i know they charge a lot more to see it on stage yeah but there's less stages than theaters right but they can continually play it for years and years and years yeah i don't know who knows man and uh i think i read that also the uh the film version of it is going to try and stay kind of true to the stage performance of it okay so i don't know what they're really going to do 
Uh, me and Molly Pop saw the stage production of it in Chicago. Yeah. And it's really good. Great. And, uh, yeah, I kind of want to see what they would do with it in a film setting. Solid. I want to see that in the Book of Mormon. I haven't seen yeah, I've never. One. I want to see the Book of Mormon, too. Heard it's really good. I just was listening to something else the other day, and they said they finally got to see that. And they were like, it was so fucking good. <laughs> I'm like, ah! I know, I've heard uh, nothing but good things about, about it. Like, that's usually, like... Anytime I talk to people that are go- trying to go to the theater, they always aim for Hamilton, and then they settle for Book of Mormon. Oh, and then they're geez. like, well, shit, Book of Mormon, I don't even I don't even know if I wanted to see Hamilton. I think Book of Mormon was probably maybe better. <laughs> and I was like, shit. <laughs> Still good? Yep. I, well, I haven't seen Book of Mormon, but right. Hamilton is right. good. It is, the music in it is pretty good. Awesome. All their debates are rap battles. Oh, sweet. <laughs> I'm into it. Oh. So, yeah, Hamilton, look out for that in theaters probably around 2021. Sweet. Check it out. <laughs> uh, got some news on that Top Gun sequel, oh my Troy. God. They may have cast a love interest for old Maverick. Okay. Uh, Jennifer Connelly. Jennifer Connelly. Huh? Yeah. Okay. I think she's going to play a... Uh, let me guess. Oh, she plays uh, the head of a local bar in the oh, town. Oh, okay. Single mother, even. Whoa. So Maverick might be settling down. <laughs> oh, my God. Maybe have a stepson? Yeah. Playing some shirtless volleyball with him? Yeah. <laughs> even though he's, he's so goddamn good at <laughs> Oh, my God. Kenny Loggins, do the soundtrack. Come back. Do the whole thing. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, yeah, that's, like, all my news. Yeah. Well, slow, slow. Surprisingly slow news week for it being San Diego Comic-Con. Yeah. But we got a lot of things that you know are done. Before that, JT. What? I don't want to say a... it. Oh, no. You got to load up that bits. Okay, well, I'll get it ready. I'll get it's, it ready. Shit, this is going to be too bad. It's going to be hard for a segment calling those bits. <clears throat> no! <laughs> Psych! Start the show over. Start it over. God damn it. Where is it? <laughs> oh, there it is. People dying, it's the pits. Please stay tuned to Neil's bits. Probably should have said another news bit during this. <laughs> so goddamn long. <laughs> we need to get Neil back on the show. I know, man. Maybe we could Skype him in if it'd be easier. Yeah. He's a busy boy. But but we need like two sets of uh, headphones. Yeah. Because you won't be able to hear him. Like, I'll just repeat everything he says to you. Well, that's right. Game of <laughs> That'll be a really good show. Maybe we can get a headphone splitter or something like that. Look into it. We'll look into it. We'll Amazon it. Give more. Give Jeff Bezos more <laughs> freaking money. GD money. Hey, Sea hey, Danger's in the house. What's up? Sea Danger in the house. What are, what are you looking oh, at? You want, a, you want a chair? You got a Goog in here? We got a Goog in here. Laundry room, Goog? Goog. Oh, God. Oh, no. 
Right as we're trying Don't to get play to, like... any Iranian music. <laughs> <laughs> no! Oh, no! This is a callback to another show that's not this. <laughs> okay, enough. All right, that's it. That's we're good. We're trying to talk about a death here. Yeah. You, <laughs> and you walked in, in on a death. <laughs> no! <laughs> Celebrate his life with Iranian music. You're thinking of weddings. No, they do funerals like that, in, like Indian stuff, where they're like, "Hey, no. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right." Hot, He's pretty good looking, yeah. Yeah, I. He looks like an Indian uh, looks like Tom a guy Hardy. Joel would plow. Whoa, sure. I guess if if you put a gun to my head, I'll fuck him. Sure. Jesus. This show has gone off the rails. <laughs> we're just about to talk about a man's death, and we're going into Indian Tom Hardy guys that I might bang. Well, do what you will. <sighs> Troy, <laughs> tell me. So another <laughs> depressing <laughs> before Comic-Con news. <laughs> yeah. A big person in the nerdosphere oh, passed away. Okay. John Schnipp. Oh, no. Pa passed away from complications <laughs> of a stroke. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Why are you Chelsea? laughing so maniacally at this? Come on, Johnny boy. John Schnepp. John Why are you? This is, <laughs> this is very bad. off color. He had a stroke. This is very sad. Seems like it. <laughs> Get out of here with that time bomb of a baby monitor. Get out of here. All right. So who's who's this, who's who's this John John Schnepp. He boy, he directed. <laughs> my God, I fully apologize for my wife being a very big handful at this moment in time. Anyway, John Schnepp. <laughs> Directed, Might be a fight later. Directed the movie uh, The Death of Superman Lives, What Happened? Uh, oh, okay. The movie about Nick Cage's Superman movie. And oh, yeah. What happened with there. That's he was right. also a big um, uh, figurehead in the nerd community. All right. Uh, also, he uh, was a huge um, uh, guy in Collider and all their like movie news and stuff like oh, that. Oh, right on. And so, like... Uh, he had a stroke about a week ago before Comic-Con, and then that Friday of Comic-Con passed away. And so it was just that plus the James Gunn stuff just put a real sour beginning yeah. on to Comic-Con. It's just like, I, I don't feel like conning, guys. Yeah, that this could is have a... been very much it. <laughs> yeah, Guys, I'm just, I'm not, I'm not in the mood for conning. Right. He... Passed away fairly young. I think he was only 51. Yeah, shit. And, yeah, that's pretty young. Uh, it just it never turned around for him. He was on life support for a while, and then they oh, just shit. they just couldn't keep him hooked up as a vegetable for, Man. for the rest of his life. Those strokes know? are bad news, dude. Yeah, bad news. So, John Schnepp, your contributions will be well-received in the yes. near future, because I all uh, Collider... That weekend, put out like a best of his stuff and like commemorated his like whole um, time at Collider and all that kind right of stuff on. and all the contributions he had. So it was very tasteful. Right on. Very tasteful. Grab me one of those uh, Indian <laughs> beers so I can uh, cheers. So I can cheers his honor. 
So we can uh, drink fondly of uh, John Schnepp, despite uh, Sea Danger. <laughs> Being a real inappropriate biatch. <laughs> Jesus! <laughs> God. Uh, well. <laughs> I hope you guys get into a fight later. <laughs> anyway, uh, that's all. That's it. Um, all right. So it is done now. Now it's done. It's finally Ooh, done. Ooh, that is very uh, it's oaky. Yeah. It comes uh, comes on light, finishes a little strong. Yes. yes. Yeah. Chief Blackhawk Porter. That's right. Uh, so there was a slew of trailers that came out this last week. A whole week. bunch. Even some outside of Comic-Con. Right. That I found. Some that happened, like, right before, like, obviously the day after we record, there's always, like, a few that drop. Of course. I think some just wanted to beat, like, the whole Comic-Con. Yep commotion yeah and so they came out a few days before but i think i have five um let me see uh, you gonna rack up 10 over here um yeah i think what is it like the there's like the four major ones and then on top of that i'll probably have like um six like the four major ones that came out in Comic-Con. My, oh, my. Well, uh, one that stopped, or, or I'm sorry, dropped before San Diego was the movie trailer for Glass. Yeah, I thought that came out during Comic-Con. I thought it came out the day before. I thought, because I think the major ones that came out for Comic-Con were Glass, Shazam, Aquaman, and Godzilla. And Fantastic Beasts, if you saw that. And Fantastic Beasts. I saw it. I don't remember. I didn't even watch it. Any of it. Harry Potter. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, well, regardless, I'm going to talk about Glass anyway. How about that? Do it. Um, so it's the sequel to both Unbreakable and Split. Yes. Uh, this movie, I from the trailer... Looks like it really leans into the superhero stuff. I know. That's the thing that kind of drew me away from it, where, like, it starts with a psychiatrist being like, you you three think you're superheroes, and it's like, we've got a lot of evidence that proves that they are. (laughs) What? (laughs) Well, (laughs) I... (laughs) So, like, I was... I was a little put off by this trailer, to be honest, because... It just seems tonally way different than, like, its predecessors. Yeah. Like, Unbreakable was, like, kind of like a dour... wasn't really a superhero movie. Yeah, it was a really slow burn of a, of a film, because you have, really have no idea what's going on until pretty much near the end. Right. Um, I really like it. Yeah. And then when you get to Split, it's like a thriller... Yeah. And then it just happens to be connected to this universe at, like, the very last second. Yeah. And then this just kind of, like, it tries to, like, play itself off as, like, a low-budget superhero movie. Yeah, but it, it just seems, like, not in this... It it's, doesn't seem to be set in the world they already created. It seems, like, yeah. campier. Yeah. And I'm like, ah, man, I don't know. I mean, I like everybody in it. Yeah. So I'm stoked for that, and Shyamalan has been on an upswing. Yeah. So, I, I mean, mean, I'm looking forward to it. I'm just yeah. like, from what I saw, it's not what I expected, I guess. I still want to check it out, and I do appreciate that it, it is like a superhero film, but it, it is low budget 
So they don't. It's not like built on all these big effects or whatever. Like you can actually kind of ground it and actually try and let the characters be the main focus of it, as opposed to just a mm-hmm. bunch of action scenes. Yeah. But I don't know. In the same sense, it does. It does feel different than the other films. Right. Plus, uh, McAvoy runs like a cat at one point. <laughs> yes, he does. <laughs> This household here has strong opinions on people running like cats. <laughs> Leave Shriver, you'll never live it down. Oh, like a cattle goddamn poorly. Wolverine. Yeah. Just slices through a car like butter with his fucking actual fingernails. Um, the next trailer I got, JT, is one for the DC Universe app, Titans. Yeah. Did you I, watch this one? I did. I didn't care. That's <laughs> what I thought. It looks it looks like shit. It looks like it was like made for a fucking it looks like a porn. <laughs> the quality for it. <laughs> porn parody of Teen Titans. It does. Like it the, the sh- it looks like a shitty quality thing. Like it looks worse than the Marvel shows. I didn't really pay too much attention to that cuz I was just really taken back on like the tone that they were going for. Yeah. And just heavy adult nature. But, like, even, like, a few weeks ago, I heard that, like, this new Titan show was going to be, like, fully for adults and just having F-bombs. And I'm like, for what? So they can fuck Batman. Yeah, fuck Batman. Like, (laughs) what are you doing? It's like, it's like a middle schooler was like, I'm going to make Robin... Say fuck Batman, guys! Just fucking crunch that guy's neck under his boot. Yeah, you want to high five me, guys? I said fuck Batman. <laughs> I don't know. Like in a big group chat that I'm in, they made like an argument for it. Whereas like there's like a ton of just like Teen Titan stuff already out. There's like Teen Titans Go, which is for kids, and they are gonna have yeah. a movie out. Yeah. There's that Young Justice show, which is like. Hits like middle of the semi series, but it's still kind of fun and superhero y yeah. and stuff. And then there's this for the people who want something darker and yeah, want. I mean, so there's something for everybody already out there. Why not have run the gamut of stuff? Uh, and uh, I'm like, okay, I get that. It yeah. just doesn't look any fun. I know uh, Molly always said she really liked uh, the original Teen Titans. Oh, before it went to go. Yeah, yeah. She said she really liked it, and then they just. They even ended on like a cliffhanger where they reveal something really important, and then they just ended it, and then start doing go to appeal to younger kids. Yeah, and she was like so pissed about it. Yeah, I mean, Titans Go is like killing it with kids at this yeah. point. So they got their own movie coming out and all that kind of yep. shit too. Nick Cage is playing Superman in it. Oh, fantastic! <laughs> uh, it looks pretty. If I can just jump to Teen Titans Go the movie for a second. I saw something for that too. I didn't. I wasn't going to talk about it, but Nick Cage is playing Superman. They make jokes about Green Lantern being a shitty movie. Yeah, I know. I've heard that it's like they're expecting it to be really tongue in cheek. It is very. From the thing I saw, is very tongue in cheek. Like uh, Deathstroke comes out and they call him Deadpool, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, man, that's they're really going for it in this. So it seems. <laughs> Fun, but I've never seen the show before, so I'm yeah. like, it's I don't, I don't know if I'll ever see it. Maybe yeah. if it's at home or something. But anyway, the Titans, I don't know. Like, I'm even on the fence of even getting that DC streaming app anyway. And don't give a fuck. I know man. you wouldn't, but like, it sounded interesting to me because it has not only has like old 
DC movies on it that are kind of just hard to find. Yeah. Um, it's got all the new animated stuff that comes out. Yeah. It's got its own uh, live action series is coming out. They've got a swamp thing coming out. Oh, yeah, you that said I that. Yeah. See. yeah. And then they also have like, it kind of acts like comiXology where you can just like read comics on it as oh, well. Oh, shit. So I'm like, man, I kind of want to check it out. And I thought, I heard it was only eight bucks. And like, that's kind of worth it. But it's also the, at the price point where I'm like, eh, I don't want to spend that much more money per month. I'm already yeah. spending enough. Yeah. So if it was like five bucks, I'd be like, yeah, sure. Yeah. But like those extra three bucks, I'm just like, nah, I can't do it. There you go, DC. Yeah. You know, you know what to do. You know what to do. Uh, the next one. Why don't you say what? What a few that you got? There. Uh, well, uh, one that is not related to Comic Con. I think we'll get into like the bigger Comic Con ones later. Is uh. Uh, Jonah Hill wrote and directed a film. Oh, I miss this. Called Mid 90s. About a kid growing up in the mid 90s. Okay. Who is uh, kind of a skateboarder who kind of gets in with like the wrong cr- kind of crowd. Uh-huh. Uh, it looks like a smaller film. It's by uh-huh. 824. Okay. So, I mean, that might be good on that sense. Okay. And some of the comedy in it made me chuckle a bit. Okay. So, I don't know. It might. Might be good. All right. I totally missed this one. Yeah, I, I just stumble upon it, and oh. uh, yeah, it looks pretty interesting. All right. Maybe I'll watch it after the show. Do it. Do it. Do it. And I will do it. They also came out with a new trailer for Alita Battle Angel. Oh, yeah. I saw that today, but I didn't watch it. Uh, it looks better. Okay. I think it looks like it looks fun. Okay. Like Robert Rodriguez is directing it. It looks mm-hmm. like it looks very uh, CG'd. Right. But uh, a lot of the action looks really cool. Like, she moves really fast. There's, like, a scene where, like, she's, like, standing next to a guy at a table and then just, like, out of nowhere just, like, fucking bashes his head into the table, like, really fast. <laughs> where it's like, shit! She's, like, like, out of nowhere. You're just in it for her to do really fast stuff. <laughs> yeah. And But then there's, like, she's, like, fighting other, like, android people type where they're, like, some have, like, tentacles that come out of them. And, cool. like, I don't know. It looks, uh, it looks fun. I, I want to check it out. We'll have to go on a trailer spree after this. Go JT. on a trailer spree, Troy. Get on a trailer spree. Trailer spree. And uh, besides those two, I think those are the only ones that I've seen that aren't uh, Comic-Con related. All right. Uh, the next one that debuted at Comic-Con, uh, I think this one came out the most unscathed. Unscathed? Yeah. Okay. I was making sure that I used the correct word there out of Comic-Con. Like, this one pretty much came, like, universally liked. And it's the new Godzilla trailer. Okay. Um, Godzilla, King of the Monsters. Yeah. Um, starring Millie Bobby Brown. Yep. Uh, Tommy Middleditch. Middle D- yeah, I saw Middleditch in there. <laughs> Ken, um, Ken Watanabe. Yes. Uh, a whole bunch of other people in this. Charles Dance, the villain from Last Action Hero. <laughs> Uh, this <laughs> That's one the credit I'll give him. <laughs> this one, they're leaning in, like they're. I think they're trying to meet Kong in the middle at this point. Yeah, because it, it, there's parts of it that strike me as like the first Godzilla, and other parts where it's like, okay, now you're trying to go batshit like Kong, so you can try and like at least make find it seem like, ground. see, look, these two universes work together. And right? It's like, no, they don't. Well, it they're, doesn't they, matter because they're going to give it to they us are, anyway. Yeah, they're going to do it anyways. They yeah. give it, it doesn't matter, but 
Yeah, because it, it's like it's giving you like that same look, but it's like giving you like campier material. Yeah, which I'm okay with. Like they're talking about a big lizard. Yeah, like rampaging like, with atomic a breath. A giant bug. Mothra's in this, right? <laughs> he looks cool. Yeah, I guess. Sure. You got Rodan and King Ghidorah. Yeah. So then you got a bunch of dragons to fight a big lizard. Yeah. Jesus, give it to me. <laughs> like I am not a I I like the Godzilla movie, the Cranston one. Yeah, I do too. I, a lot of people shit on it, and I think it's because people take it as a Godzilla movie, which I mean they should. It's called Godzilla. Yeah. But I mean by itself, I think it's a, it's a all around like pretty good movie. Yeah, I think it, it is really good. I think most people were upset that like when it did cut to Godzilla, they like showed him on a screen yeah or like they didn't really show him fighting a whole lot and they're yeah, not until like the very end yeah and they're they pretty much came for that and so when yeah. they got more human moments out of it they're like come on yeah like yeah <laughs> I, i'll say i like godzilla but it's not a godzilla movie yeah that's that's what i'll say yeah <laughs> it's because it's he's barely in it <laughs> right they spend most of the time just following him following something else in the ocean mm-hmm like, you see his back more than anything. <laughs> like, Look at him follow that. Yeah. Uh, and the trailer, like, it did that thing where they play, like, a really depressing, like, I, I can't remember what song it was, but you were just watching it right before we started, and I'm like, oh my god, I forgot they did this, like, campy, slow-down version yeah, they of play, like, like, uh, Yeah, they play, like, some kind of, like, classical song. Yeah, and then it, like... Yeah. at the end <laughs> and then you just hear Godzilla roar but not yeah. that weird cello thing at the end yeah <laughs> they did when the first Godzilla movie came out uh, but anyway I, I'll, I'm i not like super excited to see it but like I I'm more interested oh, yeah. in seeing it. I'm sure we'll do it for the show. Oh, probably. It's probably. a good possibility we'll do it for the show. Which one do you want to touch on next? Um, should we do? I'll give you. I'll give you the uh, the option. Do you want to do the one that I like or the one I don't like? Let's <laughs> end with the one you like. Okay. So let's do the one you don't. So like. So let's do Aquaman. <laughs> <laughs> I knew it was gonna be Aquaman. Oh. Okay, so, like, I didn't hate the trailer for Aquaman, but there are things that, like, I think the it's CG Black in this... It's Black Panther. Well, it... Yeah. It's <laughs> it's the Lion King underwater. Yeah. It's what it looks like already. Yeah. Which is already just Hamlet. Yeah. <laughs> so, it... Yeah, it is Black Panther. That's... It's almost right on Black Panther. Yeah. But, like, it... I don't think the CG looks very good. Like, I wasn't impressed with it at all. Like, I, when I first saw it, like, I was pretty hyped to see Black Manta just because I know him from uh, Injustice 2 because uh-huh. I play the game. Uh-huh. But then, like, seeing Black Manta in action, I'm like, that looks like Black Manta from the game. Like, why don't I just play the game? Because yeah. it, it looks, legit looks like a video game whenever they show anything CG. Yeah. Yeah, it really does. It, like, it, it's... For me, it's jarring because it's like way uncanny valley. Yeah. Like things look kind of plasticky. And maybe they'll have enough time to add like another filter over it or something. Yeah. But like it, I, I it's obviously been brightened up. Yeah. To like mm-hmm. try to course correct. Yeah. But um, I just, I, I don't know. Like I, 
have high hopes that it turns out good because James Wan's directing and he has been doing good things. Yeah. Anything that he's touched pretty much a hit, whether it oh, be yeah. horror or the Fast and Furious movies that he did. Mm-hmm. Um, I like Momoa. He's very charismatic. Yeah. Um, but Patrick the, Wilson's in it. He's Patrick good. Wilson's in it. Yeah. He's, he plays, he's, the, he's like the king or whatever. He's like uh, Aquaman's stepbrother. Oh, gotcha. Okay. So he'd be like the Scar. Uh, <laughs> or whatever. Gotcha. If we're doing Lion King. Yeah. Um, or the Killmonger. He would be the Killmonger. Yeah. But Actually, Black Manta would be the Killmonger. Well, I don't know if he's trying to, like, take over or anything like that. Yeah, I, I don't think... know. Because, yeah, it, it's kind of confusing, too, where it's like, oh, so they're doing the whole thing with, like, a stepbrother. And then Black Manta shows up, and it's like, oh, so you're here. Yeah, I don't, I, I don't know. <laughs> but I'm I'm stoked that what's they happening. went full-on Black Manta. They didn't try to, like, update a costume to make it work better for yeah. film. They just, like, not, he's going to have the big, goofy costume. But I'm they've like, been doing that with yeah. everything. Like, they did that with uh, Deathstroke, too. But Deathstroke looked like a looked like it came from Comic Con. Yeah, but they have they really done anything with Deathstroke beside him walking Just onto sh- a boat? They keep talking. They're gonna do something with Deathstroke. They keep talking. Are they? At this point, what is happening? I'm surprised they're doing Aquaman. To be honest. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I don't know. Like it didn't blow me away. It kind of underwhelmed me a little bit. Yeah, but uh, we'll see. Because I all the things that adding into it makes it seem like it should be good yeah but just seeing it i was like a little underwhelmed i was just i was just taken out of it by how it's just copying a thing that's been done so many times where it's like you gotta come back and get you have to come back and reclaim your throne because this guy's gonna take it and blah 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 we're like seen the story Uh, it didn't that didn't a billion fucking times that didn't bother me so much (sighs) just i don't know and then, yeah, it just, it looks super fake. Yeah. And I don't know. We're still going to see it for the show. Yeah. Because <laughs> fuck us. <laughs> right. Yeah, right. But. Fuck us. Yeah. We'll see. Maybe it'll be good. Uh, to be honest, I wasn't as blown away by uh, Jason Momoa in Justice League as I thought I would be. I, yeah, I, I don't know. He was like one of the brighter parts for me in yeah. the movie. Like I, anytime he was on, I'm like, I just want to watch what you're doing. Yeah, but even then, I was... But then, what do you... The movie was so shit that, like, even what he was doing, it was just like, man, I I, I almost had... <laughs> it was like I had too much, too much high hopes for him that he never lived, lived up to the expectations that I wanted out of him. Well, there you go. Oh, that's just, all of Justice it League. It all sucked. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> Justice League sucks. <laughs> It's on HBO. <laughs> Did you watch it yet? Not yet. Because I, re- I remember not hating it. It just was... A movie. Like, it was so milk toast that it's, like, forgettable. Yeah. So I want to go back and watch it and see if, like, I really have a stronger opinion either way. Just to, like, maybe I just know what's going to happen, and so I just let it wash over me, like, you know, that was fine. Yeah. Or I'm just going to be like, that really sucked, and <laughs> fuck me for thinking it was okay. Yeah. <laughs> to be honest, the thing that I liked the most out of Justice League was Superman, but then they would do every those scenes every once in a while where it looks like his lips are trying to eat his teeth, <laughs> and then it's like, well, then fuck me, then. <laughs> uh, yeah, man, we suck. But I don't know. <laughs> The, uh, the, so I'm assuming the one you did like was the Shazam trailer. I really liked Shazam, to be honest. Okay, go for go for it. What do you like? Uh, like, 
Like, I know you've always talked about how you really like Shazam. You got stickers on the side you of You got my stickers fridge. on the side of your fridge. <laughs> uh, I just like the whole idea of taking, like, the childlike aspect of it. And, uh-huh. like, really... Like, they're talking... Like, if DC wants to talk about making a lighter movie, like, this is the perfect one to do it with. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And, like, you can actually, like, uh, see, like, the childlike aspects in... Uh, Who's playing? Who the fuck's playing Shazam again? Uh, Zachary Levi. Yeah, you can actually see he actually acts like a big kid. Yeah, and that's like one of the more fun things about it. Mm-hmm. Like he he plays itself plays it off like I'm a kid with superpowers. Of course, I'm gonna do a bunch of this shit. Yeah, like a lot of it kind of like reminded me of like the best parts of uh, Chronicle. Oh yeah, sure. When they were playing that out, but even but even lighter than Chronicle was. Yeah, where. Like, he, it's, an, it's an even younger kid, and he's like, shit, I've got all these powers. I'm going to fucking play it up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I, I'm i also excited for it. Like, Shazam, Captain Marvel, whatever. Yeah. He's, like, one of my favorite DC characters. I know. I, I was more curious about your opinion, because I think you'd be the one person who'd either be super excited or very critical of it. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm more on the critical side of it, because... They're taking, like, a more earnest approach to it. The original version, they uh, the wizard, played by Dijon Hot Soup. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Picks Billy Batson to be the next champion for him because yeah. he's a pure of heart because he's a yeah. kid he hasn't been corrupted by the world yet yeah even though he should have had every reason to at this point because he's an orphan yeah but when they relaunched it um I, I don't know at this point like five years ago or something i don't know mm-hmm. they turned it around and like he's not so pure of heart but he does good things yeah and so when the wizard takes him and says like you're not pure of heart, but you're the best thing I got, essentially. Not verbatim. Yeah. And so he's kind of like a dickish little kid yeah. and goes out and whatever. And I'm not, like, a huge fan of that. Yeah. Like, it, it, I mean, it gets it's like, a redemption kind of arc mm-hmm. where he is kind of like a little prick, but then he, like, ends up doing the good thing anyway. Mm-hmm. So, like, it doesn't necessarily look like it's going to do that per se, yeah. but it's. I think it's on the right track. And, like, I don't think it needs that darker it's not even darker it's just like a more earnest yeah like kind of more dour approach even though this looks very light yeah. compared to whatever has come before it and but yeah but and there's like parts of it that i i really i like enjoy aspects of this like where like his best friend is kind of like this crippled kid yeah who's like obsessed with like superhero culture yeah and like he kind of uses him as like okay if I have powers, then what do I do? So mm-hmm. it's not like he's not just depending on himself to get through this. Like he actually has kind of like his own kind of like person behind the computer type. Yeah. Uh, like helper who's also a kid who's also like would have a reason why he would know these certain things because he's like obsessed with superheroes. Like they even show like his desk has like a batarang that he collected from somewhere and a bunch yep. of newspaper clippings. Yep. Like, I, I like that whole idea of it, especially with it, with it being a kid that has, like, some kind of, like, disability mm-hmm. where, like, he can kind of live vicariously through Billy Batson. Yeah. Like, I don't know. That seems really fun to me. Um, what's His name is Freddie Freeman. And in that whole 
Captain Marvel continuity. I should start calling him Shazam. Shazam continuity. Yeah. Um, when Shazam calls upon the wizard to give him his power, um, Freddy can call upon Shazam because he can share his power with people because oh, he's cool. magic. Yeah. And when he shares it with him, he's not crippled anymore. Oh, cool. And so he become in like when he did it, he was Captain Marvel Jr. Yeah. Because he doesn't age yeah. like Captain Marvel yeah. does. He just becomes like a superhero, like yeah. his Robin type yeah. of character. Yeah. And then later on in the books too, like I don't know they if we're gonna do it in this, but like if you find out that Billy Batson has a twin sister, and because they're identical twins, like the wizard like grants his powers to Billy, but it also split it out to Mary. Oh shit. And so she becomes Mary Marvel, and it's like a whole thing that goes on. Oh, like shit. in Jeff John's run that they're basing this on, that orphanage, at the end of that book. He shares his powers with all the kids in that foster home. So they all become superheroes to def- defeat Black Adam. Holy shit. Yeah. So it that'd be really cool if they do yeah. that kind of stuff. Yeah. But like this one's going to be uh Mark Strong playing Savannah. Savannah, yeah. Um which his character is cool because like he's obsessed with magic. Mhm. And like through all through like his scientific exploit. I can't remember why he wants to dis- discover something. I think he's, like, trying to find some ancient Egyptian tomb and comes across, like, this weird inscription where he ends up reading it and he gets, like, shot with magic. Yeah. And so then he can see magic happening around oh. him where, like, o- otherwise it would be invisible to everybody else, but he can see it. So, like, he can, like, find where Shazam is at all times. Or oh, whatever. that's cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like Shazam, like super obsessed with like Egyptian stuff, because no. like Black Adam is like supposed to be Egyptian too, isn't he? Yeah. Well, the wizard first grants Black Adam the powers to be like a champion because like he did it like thousands of years ago yeah. when Egypt was like running the world or whatever. Yeah. And like he just happened to be, um corrupted by his power and so the mm-hmm. wizard sent him to the other side of the universe yeah and then didn't call upon another champion until billy batson again because oh. he needed somebody pure of heart yeah or so he wouldn't be corrupted like that yeah and then black adam eventually shows up again because he senses the power at earth and so he can trace it right back to earth oh. and then they're pretty much the exact opposites of each other oh cool yeah i know because i i heard like a podcast where they were talking about like it would because I guess Black Adam's not going to show up in this at all. Like, he's getting his own movie. Yeah, I think he will, like, at the very end. Yeah. But I think it would be cool where it's, like, you... If you introduce Black Adam, but in a, in a completely, like, different tone, like, darker movie. Mm-hmm. So then you get this Shazam where it's, like, lighter. Where it's, like, it's a kid who's getting powers and it's, like, almost kind of fun. And then you see... And then you see, like, Black Adam where it's, like, dark and, like, kind of, like, very... Like, like, kind of like really scary. Yeah, just like really scary almost. Yeah, and then you see like that that character interacts with Shazam, who has not been in contact with anything that's that dark before. Mm-hmm. Like, it would be interesting to see like how would that change that kind of character. Yeah, from being like a a lovable kid to now he has to deal with like a really scary force in yeah. Black Adam. Yeah, yeah, it'd be really cool. Um. It, almost any of, like, the one-shot, like, when Shazam meets, like, Black Adam for the first time, they always end up 
like defeating Black Adam by making him say the magic word, so he turns back into his human form and then ages thousands of years in a second and dies. Oh God! <laughs> so it's like the end of like uh, the Indiana Jones where he drinks from the wrong cup and he's just like you, you chose poorly. <laughs> But anyway, yeah, I'm I'm excited for Shazam nonetheless. Like, yeah, I'm, I'm really hoping it's really. No, good. I think that's the one thing that was the one trailer I I thought was the best out of everything that came out of Comic Con. Yeah, into it. WB pretty much cleaned up at this yeah. Comic Con. Well, it's because nobody else. Marvel. Yeah, Marvel's not going to do shit because <laughs> right. they got their own thing. Right. What does that happen? Like in I, six months or so? Probably. I, I always know. forget that it's happening, and then the weekend hits, and it's like. All the bunch of trailers yeah. come out or like, whatever. Star Wars has their own thing, and uh, and uh, Disney has their own thing. The yeah. D25 or whatever. D23. D23. That's what I thought Marvel did their thing, but maybe... I think it's like a big, huge weekend thing anyway. Yeah. So it's like one day is like Disney Day, and one day is Marvel Day, and blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Anywho. Any... <laughs> that's it for trailers, I that's think, unless you got trailers. anything else. I don't have anything else besides the... Tournament Random Movies, Troy. Yes, sir. We got the first matchup in the quarterfinals is Kaputz. <laughs> Kaput. Yeah. Uh, Shape of Water versus Aladdin. Did you see a one, Troy? I have a good hunch what one. Yeah, because it got it annihilated its competition. <laughs> Aladdin. Yeah. Aladdin smoked the Shape of Water. It did. It beat the piss out of it. Yep. I did vote for Aladdin. See, I voted for uh, Shape of Water. I thought it'd be a more interesting discussion. You would. I mean, it would be a more interesting discussion. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> but it's Aladdin. But if we're voting for what I would like better, Aladdin. Fair enough. Aladdin. Fair enough. Well, I, I vote on uh, what I think would be a better discussion, but whatever, dude. Oh, wow. Whatever, dude. You're a fucking snob over here. Well, you know, I'm a fucking... <laughs> I'm a goddamn... Uh, tournament snob. <laughs> I'm a tournament snob. <laughs> Well, with that being said, Troy, we have the next matchup coming up. Goodwill Hunting versus Falling Down. Okay. And, of course, with that, we got the trivia. Okay. We all know how this works. I have eight facts now. Mm -hmm. uh, at least three of them are from each movie. Three from Goodwill Hunting, three from Falling Down, and two that could be from either film. Okay. I will name them. I will say the facts, and then it'll be up to Troy to determine which fact is from which movie okay so we will start with question number one this is the main actor's favorite role he's ever portrayed ever portrayed ever um goodwill hunting no, it is actually falling down. Oh, Michael really? Douglas considers defense really from falling down his best role ever. Oh, okay, all right, yeah, surprising. No, I was surprised too. My, Matt Damon did say that uh, Will Hunting is one of the best roles he's ever played, but it's not. He doesn't consider uh, okay. it the best. See, that's where I was going. That he's ever played. Okay. Yeah. All right. Uh, next one, Troy. The writer or writers of the script put a page-long homosexual sex scene completely out of nowhere in the middle of the script to make sure the studio they chose actually read the script. Oh, boy. <laughs> I'll say Goodwill Hunting. It is Goodwill Hunting, yes. 
those because uh, uh, Ben Affleck and Matt Damon wrote Goodwill Hunting. Of yeah, course. that's what I thought. And uh, yeah, they uh, they put just a a page in the it was like in the exact middle of the movie uh-huh. they put a page where uh Will Hunting and Ben Affleck's character just start making out and banging each other <laughs> and it's like out of nowhere too like it's it, and it, it's an exactly one page long so like they would they were taking the script to a bunch of studios and the studios would be like I love it it's so good yes I love this movie and then it wasn't until they got to Miramax where they were like so uh it's a good script but can we cut the sex scene? <laughs> and then they were like, all right, we're going with Miramax. Yeah, then. at least you read it. Because you read the script. <laughs> Very smart. So there you go. Also, that was Harvey Weinstein, so fuck him. Oh, Jesus Christ, yeah. <laughs> fuck that guy. Uh, Next one, number three, Troy. An ad-lib scene in the film made the cameraman laugh so hard that you can faintly see the camera shaking during the scene. Hmm. Falling down. Goodwill hunting, Troy. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, that Robin Williams in there. Oh, yeah, you're right. <laughs> you're right. Yeah, the scene where he talks about his wife farting. Oh, oh uh, yeah, okay, I've seen the, that scene. Yeah, the cameraman. You can, If you look close enough, you can see the camera slowly shaking because Robin Williams ad-libbed the whole story. Okay, all right. Um, For whatever reason, I'm getting... I didn't think he was in this one. I was getting it mixed up with... Dead Poet Society, which he's also he's in. He's also in. <laughs> but I, I, yeah, anyway, go on. Uh, number four, Troy, the father of the star of this film considers this his best movie. Falling Down. It is Falling Down, yes. Kirk Douglas yeah. considers this his son's best film ever. Wow. Douglas is all about this movie. I know. They, the Douglases <laughs> love Falling Down. <laughs> Uh, number five, Troy, the script for this movie almost became a TV film until a major studio picked it up. Um, uh, Goodwill Hunting. No, Falling Down, Troy. Jesus Christ! Falling Down. It almost became a TV film. Okay. I just thought because it got like, I know it gets violent at, at the end. Yeah. Or they wouldn't necessarily show that on television but what do i know yeah, well they might be able to tone it down for right. uh for tv all right who knows all right. uh number six troy a major u.s event disrupted the filming of this movie mm. i wish i knew the years each one of these came out <laughs> i'll say goodwill hunting Nope, Troy, it's falling. Jesus down. Christ. The LA riots took place during the filming of Falling Down, and they Fuck. had to postpone filming for a couple months. Okay. Uh, number seven, Troy. The love interest in this film is named after the girlfriend of the star who broke up with him right before the filming of the movie. Can you repeat that question? The love interest uh-huh. in this film. Uh huh is named after the girlfriend of the actor who plays who who stars in it. Uh, but she broke up with him right before the filming of the movie. Hmm. Goodwill Hunting. It is Goodwill Hunting, I, Troy. All right. I figured it would be it, it would stick out because Matt Damon did write the movie. Yeah, I guess. So. <laughs> I guess I didn't 
put that. I wasn't but, even following that logic. Yeah, but. he no, he named uh, Minnie Driver's character the love interest in it after his girlfriend at the time, who broke up with him right when the movie came out, and then Matt Damon started dating Minnie Driver. Oh. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, last. The last fact, Troy. Okay. Uh, Dennis Hopper was considered to direct this film. Dennis Hopper. Uh, I don't know, falling down. It is falling down, All Troy. Right, great. You got it. You got it. I think you missed three. No, I missed four. You missed four. Oh, no. <laughs> I was keeping a tally of what out of eight <laughs> that I got. Four out of eight. Rocked a solid 50% on that one. Ah, oh, Troy. I, I I tried to keep it kind of hard for you. Well, good. I don't want to just. I felt bad. Win. I felt felt bad that you you knocked out of the park last time. I did kill it last week. You though. did. You only missed one last time. I know. Killing it. So there you have it. We got uh, Goodwill Hunting versus Falling Down. You got a favorite in this one, Troy? Uh, yes, I do. Okay. You don't want to say though. Um, I'll say it this time. Okay. I want to throw caution in the wind. I'm gonna vote for falling down. Really? Yes. I know. I'm I'm kind of torn because I really I really like Goodwill Hunting. Okay. I think it's uh, even though it won like an Oscar and a whole bunch of stuff when it came out, I still think it's highly underrated because I don't hear a lot of people talk about it anymore. Okay. And like yeah. I went back and watched it not too long ago, and it's like it's really fucking good. <laughs> All right. I have never seen it all the way through. I've just I've yeah. seen that farting scene. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, and then uh but no, Falling Down's good too. I, I I haven't seen Falling Down as many times as I've seen uh, Goodwill Hunting, but I there are parts that I like in Falling Down. Okay. So, right. yeah. So I'm I'm I kind of have no dog in this hunt. I right. I I'm up for either or. All right. Okay. Goodwill Hunting versus Falling Down. Be sure to vote for your favorite for next week. Do it. Do it. Do it. So, with that out of the way, now we are going into the top of the hour main event of the evening. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, <laughs> Indian in the cupboard, uh, dropping July 14th, 1995. Ooh, summer release. <laughs> I love how we say that like every time. <laughs> uh, duh, with a budget of 40. 40- it's not too far off from uh, from now. That's almost like a, what? Almost like a 13-year uh, anniversary. 23-year. Or 23, shit, yeah. <laughs> Remember, see, we're older than <laughs> everybody 90. thinks. 23. Yeah, 23. Okay, it would be 23. Shit, we're old. Yeah, we are. Give me another beer, Troy. All right. I need to drink away my sorrow. <laughs> Here we go. Oh, we got a past. Ah, yeah, give me one of them. Here we go. Give me one of them. Give me that. Where was I? <laughs> yeah, 23 years. Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ. Uh, With a budget of $45 million domestically, it made 356 million dollars what was the what was the budget 45 million oof worldwide it wasn't released so it's <laughs> oh no <laughs> it's stuck oh, there no having a oh no 10 million dollar deficit oh no oh no <laughs> rotten tomatoes has it at a 71 percent really imdb has it at a 5.9 out of 10 okay common sense media gave it a perfect five out of five <laughs> Of course they would. <laughs> of course they fucking would. 
<laughs> this would be the one they would like lose their shit over. Uh, this movie was originally scheduled to be a tetraology. Being a, I heard about that. Because mm-hmm, it's based on a book. Yeah. A, a series of books. And they were going to do four movies. Was um, it going to be a different character every time? I don't know that part. I didn't go into it that far. Shit. I just was surprised to see that it was going to be a first in a line of franchises. Yeah. yeah. But because of its poor reception, box office-wise, yeah. they nixed that in the butt. Yeah. Um, and then a fifth book was released in 1998. <laughs> so they must have been in the works... <laughs> After this came out and just shit the bed. <laughs> um, this movie ranks number 49 in to come out in 1995. Wow, it broke the top 50. <laughs> Barely. And number 11 in PG movies that came out in 1995. Wow. And I have the top 10 right here, JT. Shit. Would you want to just throw some darts out of board Fuck. and see what you think would be in the top 10 of 1995 Lion that are PG? Lion King? No. Shit. Uh, fuck. I cannot think of anything PG. I'll, I'll give you the top... Or the the bottom five. Okay. Mighty Morphin Power Rangers was number ten. Oh my god. We need to do that sometime. <laughs> that movie is a fucking abortion. <laughs> it is terrible. <laughs> it is terrible. We as kids, we went to go see this in the theater together. Yeah. Because I remember it specifically. We went to go get in a because they were doing Power Ranger Happy Meals, and yep. I begged my mom and dad to go through the drive-thru so we'd get some toys. After oh, I had movie. every single one of those toys, and the day that I had all five of them, fucking Jesse Canower's <laughs> fucking dog ripped apart my billy, oh, and then I no. begged my mom for one more billy, and she said, no, no more. <laughs> I got you all of them. That's fine. And I'm like, God damn it. God damn it, Jesse. I had all of them. The goddamn your fucking dog! Didn't you have like a small dog at that point? Yeah, and it, I don't think it ever chewed on anything, but it chewed the fuck out of my Billy that I got. Jesus, hot takes on Jessica Hour over here. God damn that. it! At least her dog coming at you. Jess. She was fine. She was a she was a wonderful person. Her She's dog still great. Fuck that dog. <laughs> Probably dead now. Probably that would have been twenty three <laughs> years ago. Uh, number nine is Man of the House. There you what have it. What the fuck was? Oh, is that the? I that's don't... that Tim Allen movie where he uh, maybe. That's a Tim Allen movie where he uh, adopts a a jungle kid. Oh, I think you're right. Um, number eight, Sense and Sensibility. <laughs> I don't know. Number seven, Sabrina. Oh, is that the Harrison Ford one? Don't know. They don't know. Jesus. Number six. Do you know any of this shit? No, I really don't. I just wrote them down. Number six, Father of the Bride Part 2. Oh, I knew okay. That. I knew that one. Okay. Uh, have any ideas on number five through one? Man, I can't even fucking think of what happened in 95. Number five, While You Were Sleeping. I've seen that a lot. Sandra Bullock. That's right. The crazy fucking... Bill Pullman. Yeah. Sandra Bullock in that movie... Is mentally unstable. <laughs> a bit. But it's it's built like, aww. Right. And <laughs> if it happened in real life, she'd be sued the shit out of. 
I want to do that movie with Chelsea. <laughs> oh my god! Just so that she hates us. Oh yeah, that'd be. Oh my god, that'd be another argument that we'd argue harder for that than we would be calling her a fucking bitch when she came in here or whatever. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, number four, Mr. Holland's Opus. Oh my god, I remember watching that a whole bunch when I was a kid. For some, my mom loved that movie when it came, first came out. Yeah, she watched it a whole bunch. Number three is actually a movie in the current tournament. Oh. Yeah. Okay. 1995. I think oh. it's also still in the tournament. Fuck. Um, Casper? It is Casper. Oh, you did it. Shit. You did it. <laughs> You're nodding. Shaking, you nodding your head very vigorously at me. Uh, number two had a sequel come out in 2017 that killed at the box office. Incredibles? No. no. Shit. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> Jumanji. Oh, shit. Yeah. All right. Mm -hmm. And then number one is not a kid's movie, but it's PG. And I... it stars Tom Hanks. Big? No. Apollo big. 13. Apollo 13. Yeah. Shit. Yeah. That's what was happening in 1995, JT. How would we know? We were like... Fucking first grade or some shit. Yeah. I don't even know. Um, I think no, that's... it would have been eight. I don't. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, because five, six, ages. seven. I'm. I'm. I'm eight. I was born eighty-seven. Five would be two less. So yeah, I'd have been eight. I. I don't. I never know what the age of people in the grades are. I never <laughs> learned it. Yeah, I would have been eight years old. Well, then I would have also been eight years old. Yeah, maybe nine or maybe nine. <laughs> Um, that's it. That's all my facts I got. So, JT, what happened in Indian I, in the I want to hear what you want to say what happened oh, in Indian in the oh, Cupboard. Okay. <laughs> I can pretty much synopsize this movie in one sentence. Okay. <laughs> Kid gets magic cupboard and puts things in it that come alive. Then he gets sad and then happy at the end. Uh, Did I miss anything? Uh, well, it was a cowboy too. <laughs> I said things. Oh yeah, there's yeah, there's multiple things. <laughs> well, I, the cowboy's put in by his dipshit friend Patrick. God damn it, Patrick! Man, I got some things to say about these fucking kids. Oh boy, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So okay, so. They're, the story's about this boy named Omri. <laughs> Omri. I, for the first 20 minutes of this movie, didn't understand a fucking thing that they were calling him. I didn't even know it was a boy. <laughs> because I thought they were saying Aubrey or Audrey. And I'm like, they're not saying it, but that's what I'm hearing. I know that's not what they're saying. It doesn't help the fucking kid looks like Joan Cusack. So Okay, I thought the kid <laughs> looks like a mix between GHD's son <laughs> and that thing from Splice. What? <laughs> I don't feel bad making fun of this kid because he's, he's an adult now. Right. It's 23 years since this came out. Right. Uh, fuck this kid. <laughs> that kid looks like his face is exploding out from the middle. Like, his eyes are almost on the side of his head. 
and it looks like his teeth are just gonna burst out of his mouth oh at any God. given point in time. Like anytime they had they they had so many scenes where he would stare at things in admiration, and it looked oh like he had it looked like he could not it looked like he could not understand what's happening. Okay. The very last thing that happens in this movie is that he gets done telling a story. The teacher's like, that's good. Do you want to have anything else to say, kid from across the other? And, like, this kid from across the room is just finishing up his story. Yeah. While Omri is just staring off into nothing. Yeah. Dead-eyed. Yeah. And then well, like a, the gross slowly thing. creaks a smile and then credits happen. I know. It's and like... I wanted to go back and record it just so yeah. I could show you again. Look at what is happening you, here. This movie would be a completely different film if they would have played, like, uh, like horror suspense movies music over that scene at the end where it's like what ha- what what's he gonna do because <laughs> it looks he looks like a so like a sociopath at the end <laughs> or just puts over like hello darkness my old friend <laughs> i might make that a video oh my tonight. god legit just record that and then put multiple versions of songs over it <laughs> oh my god i will like, i will <laughs> But like the like the saw song that dun 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 dun. I'm gonna write all this down. I'm gonna do this tonight. Like this movie could be a completely different film just based on the music that plays at the very end, because it just looks like he could literally have anything going through his mind, and it could either be something uplifting or sociopathic. Like he he could either be thinking about like starting a family. Or skinning his mom alive when he gets home. Because he looks so insane at the end of this. <laughs> Just looks like his face went dead. <laughs> I don't know. And then he's like, he's slowly coming to, like, it'll be like, and then like, they just have like a capture, like, two minutes later, he died. <laughs> Oh my god. Um <laughs> what I do want to talk about though is that this movie did for being like a kids movie and a fair well, I don't know, in 95 45 million's fairly high budget I think for this type oh, of movie. Oh yeah. Yeah. That I thought the effects were pretty good. I think they hold up. They I think they completely hold up. Yeah, there's some even like some really cool uh scenes they played out to like really like play up to scale like the scene where like little bear shoots the arrow and it causes the the light up shoe to go off oh yeah that was really cool (laughs) i i noticed that i'm like oh that was a little fun touch yeah (laughs) i like that a lot um i really enjoy well i enjoyed little bear in it yeah i like uh, I'll talk about the kids later, but I thought Little Bear and Boone were oh, yeah. very interesting. I I wanted I almost wanted to see the movie through their perspective most mm-hmm. of it. Yeah, well, especially when Boone gets in there. Yeah, I thought the movie for, on their aspect totally changed, and I really liked that. Right off the bat, they just hate each other. Yeah, it's a cowboy cowboy and Indian exactly, and then. They are forced to be stuck somewhere. Yeah. Where they eventually find out that they're not so different. Mm-hmm. And then they're like super best friends. And then like a whole like thing turns at one point in the movie where like Boone's about to like die. Yeah. And I'm like, that was really smartly done though. The yeah. way that whole thing happened. Oh yeah. 
Yeah, I know. Yeah, like especially they they almost kind of uh like connect based off of how dumb their reality like our world is because mm-hmm. like they the one thing they connect over the most is they're talking about like like how uh little bear's wife died of smallpox and there's this very emotional scene and then this pa system like announcement comes on talking about like well guys sorry to say but lunch is gonna have this instead of this <laughs> and they're just like Really? <laughs> like we're like like, like they, our souls. Yeah, they both start laughing and then Boone's like well, damn. <laughs> I love that scene because it's like they're legit talking about like how like like life is hell out in the West, and we're over here bitching that we're not going to get like, like scalp potatoes, and cheese or yeah, whatever. Yeah. Mac and cheese days canceled today. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, guys. Yeah, our day is fucked. <laughs> Little Bear's wife died of smallpox, and we can't have mac and cheese today. <laughs> um, so I thought um, this has uh this idea it's kind of been borrowed in like a comic that i really like yeah where it's got like a magical it's called lock and key yeah and it's like magical keys that can do something because mm-hmm. uh i think just with it was like the key that was more important than just the cupboard yeah because they even like bring up where it's like well the key belonged to your great-grandmother and blah blah right. blah i thought it was really kind of on the nose and super lame though when it's like so Omri gets this like antique cupboard for his birthday. Yeah, and then he's like, "Oh, it's got a lock on it, no key." And then the mom immediately was like, "Good thing I collect keys. Yeah, I have she hundreds dumps, of keys." Yeah, dumps a big fucking drawer full of keys out, <laughs> or it's like, "This isn't how keys work, woman." <laughs> like you're gonna dump out a thing of keys, or like one of these probably works. <laughs> how would you no, know that? That's not how keys work. <laughs> Keys are made to open very specific things. <laughs> yeah. Good thing I collect keys. Yeah. Garbage. Garbage keys that don't open shit. Good thing I collect keys means like I've just never taken any keys off my yeah. ring. That's hey, it. mom, I just bought a house, but it didn't come with any keys. Good thing I collect them. <laughs> mom, that house keys don't work like that <laughs> look there's keys look at these keys you guys want keys do you want a key <laughs> I just wanted to, yeah let's see a different version of this movie where the mom is just this gross key obsessed woman <laughs> she just loves the movie Ghostbusters I'm about the key the- master <laughs> Uh, 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 Frank Oz directed this movie. Yeah, Yoda. Yeah, Yoda himself. He also directed Little Shop of Horrors and Bowfinger, oh. among <laughs> some other things. Thought that'd be a funny input on this. Uh, he also he started his career as a puppeteer, which I did not know. Yeah, but I guess makes sense that he was Yoda. But uh, <laughs> I just I know his name from Yoda and as being a director. Like mm-hmm. I just. But I never put it together that he would have started his career as a puppeteer. Fun huh? fun stuff. Fun stuff. And I think he was uh, reluctant to do this movie as well, but they ended up doing it anyway. Well, good. There you have it. Also, Kathleen Kennedy, another Star Wars staple. Really? Was a producer of this movie. Well, hot damn. I know. I saw her name in the credits. I'm like, well, well hello. 23 years later, you might be kicked out of Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so what what about these kids do you want to talk about? They're awful. <laughs> well, of, of course they are. <laughs> They're the... Oh, my God. I could not fucking stay in these fucking kids. Omri is the most whiny, 
child I've ever yeah. seen in a movie. Yeah. He, I would, I don't want to like condemn his complete performance because there's some things he does in this that no, were really good. In all honesty, I think he's the most true to life kid in a movie I've ever seen. Like he, I would there say are, so. Yeah, there are things that struck me in this where it's like I that's what a kid would do in this situation. Mm-hmm. Like I think the kid that plays Patrick plays it more like an actor. Yeah, but I think Omri plays it more like I. He plays it more like that's what a kid would do in that situation. Yeah, I completely agree. Uh, the whole time, I'm just because like, like even like when they get in an argument. So when they got like the uh, cowboy and Indian in that little fanny pack. Yeah, and they get in an argument, and the teacher's like, "Guys, what is going on?" Yeah, they're like, if like they're just arguing. If they were just little plastic men in there, yeah. With the teacher like finds out like, show me what's in the fanny pack, and yeah. they open it, and they the the two little guys pretend to be little plastic dolls or whatever. Yeah. If I was the teacher, I would just been like, <sighs> get out of here. Get. Yeah. Just like fed up with like just dumb kids. But no, like Omri like pulls like a thing that I probably would have pulled back in that day, like around his age where like the minute the teacher was like, what's going on here? He just like runs away and just like, Ugh! and like, just like, Puts his head against a banister and just, like, puts his head down, like, hoping that the teacher just goes away. Right. I did that shit so much when I was a kid. Like, when I would get in trouble, I just, like, Ugh! And I just, like, go and, like, rest my head somewhere. And it's just, like, no, it's, there's nothing wrong. No! I did that shit all the time as a kid. That's probably why I hate Omri in this, because he reminds me so much of me when I was that age. Because <laughs> I was... Uh, you want to go back in time and kick your own ass? Yeah, he does so much stuff in this where it's like, I fuck, oh god, I did that, I did that at that age, oh. and it, it almost drives me insane. Mm-hmm. Like I had to sleep with the fucking door open, <laughs> and <laughs> like I would do dumb shit, and people would be like, "Why did you do this?" And it's like, I don't know, I just did it. <laughs> I'm a kid. I don't get it. I don't get how the world works. Yeah. That scene where he buries his dad's saw blades, and then the dad's like, why did you do that? And he's like, I don't know, so what do you want to do about it? And I'm like, beat your fucking ass? <laughs> See, Danger, have you seen Indian in the Cupboard? Yeah, duh. All right, want to talk about it? Yeah. All right. All right. Good was, input. I was listening to Joel talk about wanting to kick his own eight-year-old ass. <laughs> yeah, because it's awful. Yeah. Omri's all- terrible, and I was probably just as bad. Yeah. <laughs> uh yeah, like Patrick was just Patrick's a little garbage. He is a garbage a garbage garbage person. <laughs> he is just, he's just a little fucking instigator. Yeah. Like, he has all the best intentions in the world cuz he seems like a decent friend. And he has so much glee in wanting to own a person. I know. That was the most <laughs> fucked up part in this. And Omri seemed to have his head on his shoulders like these yeah. are people. You yeah. can't these are he's like just bring him to school tomorrow, Omri. You want to own this man. Just bring him to school. <laughs> Don't you fucking forget to bring him to school. <laughs> I want to own this person. <laughs> Oh, I want to own person. Oh, I want to own him. <laughs> oh my god. But no, but like they even play that up where like Omri would probably be just as bad if he didn't accidentally kill that old man. Because <laughs> like that was where like a kind of changed form where he was like, oh, I'm gonna make all these people. It's all gonna right. be so cool. And then he fucking kills a man. You're right. And then he's s- like, 
Oh, shit. <laughs> he brings an old Native American man to life to steal his bow and arrow. Yeah. And then the old man is terrified that there's a <laughs> yeah. giant kid in front of him and drops dead. <laughs> and then he's like, oh, no. And then, like, Little Bear is just like, he's dead. You did this. <laughs> I don't know. I... I, I, I legit want to follow Little Bear and, like, see what his whole story was leading up to this. Right. Because, like, when they asked him what he was up to, he was on a hike with his brother and his nephew. Yeah. So, like, and then he's, and then when he's, like, when they're, like, do you want to stay? And he's, like, yeah, sure. Right. Like, so what is your brother and nephew going to think you're gone? I thought that was also pretty weird. Because it seemed like at the very end, he was, like, ready to go back. But then, like... Was Omri just withholding to not wanting to let him go back? Yeah. Well, or was he with, like, just reluctantly just still living in his room? Or just, like, having an adventure else? Like, I, I didn't really get it near the end where he's just, like, ready to go back and all that kind of shit. Well, I it think he was like he ready to go wanted. back because there was, like, people near death around him now. Giant rats. Yeah, giant rats. <laughs> like, he shot Boone, almost killed him. Right. Like, I, w- I would have been like, kind of don't want to be here anymore. <laughs> but then again, he didn't want, like, he made a uh, big deal about not bringing that uh, uh, Native American woman to life. Yeah. Because he's like, she, he has, a, or she has her own life. Don't wake her up from that. Like, yeah. Leave her be. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, man. Little Bear is really laying it down well, thick here. I, I kind of saw Little Bear as like, uh, it's kind of like a Native American hippie kind of, <laughs> where it's like, he kind of saw this as like, look, my wife just died. I'm kind of by myself. I'm getting dragged along as a third wheel in this hike with my brother and his nephew. <laughs> now I woke up in some giant kid's room in like almost 200 years in the future. Right. That I think is a god. That I think is a god. I'm just going to see where this goes. Right. <laughs> like yeah. that's what it kind of struck me as where like it starts out where he's kind of afraid and then he's like, you know what? Fuck, I want to see how this plays out. Right. I want to see it. I want to see where this goes. Yeah. I, oh, yeah. I can see that. So, like, yeah. So, like, it, it, it's just kind of one of those things where it's like, I look, I got nothing holding me back to where I was. I want to go back sometime. Don't get me wrong. Right. But at this point, I just kind of want to. It's like going to, like, Coachella or something. Right. Let's just play this by ear. Yeah. Let's see how it works. Like, I'm going to spend a weekend in this kid's house. <laughs> this giant kid's house. Uh,. <laughs> What was really bittersweet at the end um, was when he eventually does, like, send him and Boone back. And, like, Little Bear asks about the Iroquois people. I fucking love that scene so much. And, like, fucking Omri is, like, starts to, like, well up. And he's like, Omri's like, you're a great people. But it's not always going to be good for you. (laughs) And then, like, you see it on Little Bear's face where he's like, what the fuck are you sending me back to? <laughs> <laughs> and like that kid is just like slowly shutting the door. <laughs> no, he's not slowly shutting the door, but he, you can tell like he knows what's in store. For yeah. Him. And I felt like that came out of nowhere though. Yeah. Because it seemed like they were all having fun together. And it was like sad that he was sending like a friend that he made back. Mm-hmm. But then they like bring up this like really poignant, like, Hey, guess what? We treat the Native Americans like garbage, and this is his future yeah. of his people. Yeah. And I'm just going to throw this in at the end of the movie. It seemed like something to 
throw in there as like a public awareness of yeah. like 95 or something and, like that. I, yeah, and I, I love, like, they almost kind of play up where, like, uh, Omri and uh, Patrick almost kind of play up, like, the stereotypes of what they think uh, Indians and cowboys do. And, like, in, like, small things that Boone and uh, Little Bear do, like, it kind of, like, dispels them. Mm-hmm. Where, like, they always kind of play up where it's like, don't get them to be together, cowboys and Indians. But it's like, I'm pretty sure Little Bear is, like, from the 1700s, and Boone is from, like, the late 1800s. Yeah. Because Little Bear says that he they just finished helping the French win the war, mm-hmm. which was, like, the American Revolution. Mm-hmm. And then Boone talks about, like, the Civil War ending. Right. So then it's like, so, like, Little Bear has no idea what cowboys are. Right. And he sees Boone, and Boone's like, I'm out for blood. Yeah, you fucking savage. And he just starts firing on them. Right. On him, where, like, Little Bear's like, who the fuck are you? And what is this thing you're shooting at me with? Because, like, Little Bear doesn't even know what a horse is. Does he not? No, because uh, Aubrey or uh, Omri says he's going to get him a horse, and he's like, what's that? Oh, shit. <laughs> That there's gotta be wild horses in America by then. Maybe not in. He, well, he lives like really far from. up in the north, though. I guess you're right. They would have been more like. Yeah, because he west. makes him a because he makes him a teepee because he takes one of those plastic teepees and then like puts oh, yeah. him in the cupboard, and then he's like, "What's this? Yeah, like I want a longhouse. Yeah. So then he makes his own longhouse. Right. But yeah, but it's like yeah, they do up those things where it's like they like Aubrey or Omri. I want to keep calling him Aubrey. <laughs> Omri keeps playing up like the the Indian stereotypes, and then like Little Bear is like quick to be like, "What's we didn't that? Do that? Yeah, what the fuck is that?" Yeah, <laughs> I really did appreciate that though. That it was like pretty true to yeah. And I also when I was watching this, I was checking to see if Little Bear actually was like a Native American actor because I'm like, I bet you in '95 that wasn't, and it is. It is. Yeah, yeah. his name is like uh, Littlefoot or something, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. yeah. But he so, he was really fucking good. Like yeah, he, he had like nice. scenes where oh like I was kind of feeling it where I'm like shit. Like he's like giving like uh, Omri the fucking third degree and you're right. Like I was feeling it. Right. I real okay. Uh, the, my favorite scene I think in the whole thing is where um, they have that sleepover. Patrick and Omri do. Yeah. And they're just watching TV and freaking Boone. Yeah. They're watching the girls, girls, girls music video <laughs> and it looks like Boone is like trying to yeah, hide like, a Boone's, boner. Boone's- <laughs> Hitting a boner, and he's just like, "This is on, this is this is this is disgusting." <laughs> yeah. and, then, and then, like Patrick, like, it's just fake. And he's like, "It's real to me," <laughs> <laughs> or whatever he says. And then, like, they switch the channel to like an old like cowboy and Indian movie yeah. where like cowboys are just slaughtering yeah. Indians. And this is like shit. Little Bear's never been like, like, uh, like a product of right because like this is like just after the american revolution like this is like just when shit starts hitting the fan where like indians start getting treated like shit because indians were used to help win the american revolution because they were a pretty good source of soldiers when the (laughs) british were fucking us up (laughs) right so yeah so then they're used because like the british were being like super like shitty towards them so it was like us the french and the and indians versus the british so then like Indians and Americans kind of get well together now, and then it, when it gets down to, all right, that's over with, we got all these other fucking guys on this <laughs> land, we just fucking push them aside. <laughs> yeah, here's some smallpox for you. Yeah. <laughs> fucking A. But, 
but yeah, but I love that because it's like it's something that Little Bear's never been exposed to, and it's like blowing his fucking mind. Yeah, he's watching like people of his like get slaughtered. Yeah, even the idea of TV blows his fucking mind, and he's, <laughs> right. he's watching images of his own people being like brutally murdered in front of him. <laughs> right, it's. It's fucking him up. And all the while, like, Boone is, like, watching it. And he's like, yeah, kill mm-hmm. those redskins. Boom, boom, boom. Because that's like a, yeah. Like, whereas Little Bear is, like, horrified. Boone is like, that's a Tuesday. Yeah. And so, like, <laughs> he, like, it's fucking with Little Bear's head. And he, like, gets out his bone arrow to, like, like shoot yeah, at to, like, the TV. Yeah, to defend his people. Because he doesn't know, he doesn't even know if that's a TV. So every time, like, it, it jumps up on a cowboy, he's, like, ready to shoot at the TV with his bow and arrow. And then fucking, like, Boone is getting all wild and crazy up on Patrick's knee. Shoots <laughs> into the air with his own gun. And it startles him. And he turns around and shoots him right in the yeah. fucking chest with an arrow. Oh, it's so good. Like, that was awesome. Like, that's an awesome <laughs> moment in yeah. this movie. And it and makes it so dumb. much sense, especially even after they've, like, were they like they're friends at this point yeah and like they've really connected but like it's just that one thing where like all of like this technology and all this history mm-hmm. is coming together in one scene where it will cause little bear to kill boone yeah not in, super intentionally but like yeah just out of like being startled and like high tensions all that shit yeah yeah really good scene yeah that being said, there were points in this movie where I was just like, fuck this movie. <laughs> like, kind of like after that is done and they're like trying to find a key and all that shit after. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, and the my fucking God. Rat, and the rat gets out. And yeah. And they have this like, whole like. Fucking finish this movie. But I kind of liked, I liked the whole thing with the rat because it did kind of build up suspense. Because you had, you literally had no idea what was going on under those floorboards. Right. So, like, I liked the suspense of that. And, uh. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> durst. That was hardcore. a mega durst. <laughs> but yeah, there, there is like this, these long time spans where it feels like nothing's happening. Yeah. And uh, I don't really, I usually don't really notice this, but I fucking hated the score in this. Because the oh, score yeah. was like so, it was either like, like the, the, this small whimsical, like, do, 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 do. Or it's like this big sweeping, like, boop, And it's like, there's no in-between. I I guess I didn't really notice the score. It, I wasn't... like, drove me insane. And any small thing that Little Bear would do, they would, like, they would, like, compliment it with, like, this big, epic score where I'm like, he's literally doing nothing <laughs> he's climbing in omri's hand and they're like playing it up like he just fucking cured cancer like i want to see i will legit want to see a deleted scene where like little bear squats take a shit and they play they might as well have because he would legit do nothing and they would play it up like he's the lord jesus christ yeah um but, like, all in all, like, really nothing... There's not a lot of depth in this movie after, after like, Boone and Little Bear, like, have a kinship. Yeah. There's not a lot of plot development, really. No, not really. It really, yeah. it's just, like, Omri gets a chest, or a, a cupboard... Yeah. ...that turns things to life. Mm-hmm. He turns Little Bear to life. His friend finds out that more things can do that. They turn a cowboy to life... They befriend each other, and then they find out that they probably shouldn't do that anymore. Yeah. That's the whole movie. (laughs) 
Yeah, like, it's but, not complicated. Yeah, but it's also made for kids too. I, I, right, I know. But I just I was actually surprised to see like how simple the movie was. I guess I yeah. I was really like, oh wow, there's really nothing else to this. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, but but yeah, but even beyond that, like like a lot of the effects with uh, Little Bear and like the things that they would do, like I almost appreciate this movie for like. Every every kind of conflict they have in it kind of makes sense. Mm-hmm. Like even like his conflict he has with his brothers, where like they show up like I feel I like the mo- like the one characters I have, like the characters I have the most sympathy for in this movie are his brothers because they actually seem <laughs> like nice guys. And then Omri comes off as a huge like little bitch to him. <laughs> yeah, to where it's like I aside with the older brothers here because you're just being a dick to him <laughs> that scene where for no reason at all he takes like that his brother's rat ball and hides it in the laundry for no reason they don't even sh- say why he did it yeah i th- i thought i missed something at that point no he like- just takes the ball and hides it in the laundry and then goes back to what he was doing and i'm like what the fuck asshole <laughs> so for a second because like i tried to put together on why he would do that and I'm like does he have the cowboy's horse in that ball? <laughs> and so I thought he put that horse in the hamster ball and then hid it in the laundry. No. And I'm like, he's going to fucking kill that horse. <laughs> and then you don't see the horse forever. And then at the very end, he shows up again. And I'm like, that small horse shit and piss all over his room. Yeah. You know that he did. Oh, yeah. No wonder there's rats up there. <laughs> I'm just smelling all that small horse shit. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, but like the like uh, the brothers were really like one of his brothers is the one that got in the cupboard because they found it. Oh yeah, and that's then they're right. like, "Hey, I found this cupboard." And then like Om- Omri's like, "Oh, I, f- I love it. Yeah, awesome." And then uh, they go up and show up in his room and they see the longhouse that Little Bear made. And they're like, "Omri, this is really cool. How'd you do that?" And then Omri's just like, "Get out of my room! Get the fuck out!" And then he like <laughs> fucking like kicks the fucking rat down the stairs, and it's uh-huh. like. What the fuck, man? <laughs> I went from buying you... I got you a cupboard that you love. And, and an now action I, figure. Yeah, and now... No, or Patrick got him the action figure. Are you sure? Yeah, Patrick gave him the Indian. No, but, like, his brother gave him a, another yeah. action yeah, figure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gave yeah. him, like, this big action figure and shit. And then they're like, Hey, Omri, you made this really cool longhouse. I want to hear more about it. And then Omri just screams at him and kicks his rat down the stairs. Mm-hmm. I would beat his fucking ass. <laughs> And then, so he also gets a skateboard for his birthday, right? Yeah. And, like, he's like, oh, can we go out and play on it? And his mom's, like, older. I don't remember what the older brother's name is. Like, you better go. Somebody better go watch him. He's like, well, I'll do it. Willingly takes him to, like, a yeah. little skate park. His brothers are awesome. And he <laughs> treats them like shit the whole time. <laughs> and he just sits there and it looks like he mopes. While, yeah. like, they took him to the skate park. Yeah. He just, like, sits like, mm, I don't want to do this. If I was his, you asked to go, you little bitch. When my little brothers did that, and I'm just like, well, obviously you fucking wasted my little time, <laughs> like a whole time. So I would beat the shit out of that little kid. I've I, been that kid. Yeah. No, I, I, I'm pretty sure I did things like that to my older brother. I feel bad for talking shit about him. <laughs> I do not blame him for beating my ass because I was a little Omri when I was a kid. <laughs> And I'm like, I want to, I want to call uh, my brother right now and be like, I'm sorry for every, every. You were right. <laughs> yep. You should have hit me more. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> like, oh. God, Omri's such a fucking. 
asshole in this. Even and his brothers are so nice to him the whole time. Right. And but in the end he's just like No! Fuck you! <laughs> Fucking like just like I wanna hide your hamster ball. Yeah, I wanna hide yeah, I wanna kick your rat down the stairs and almost kill it. <laughs> your pet that you love. I'm gonna kill it almost. <laughs> oh my god. Perfect. Uh I don't. I don't got really much else to say uh, about the movie. I wrote some things down. I'll see if I missed anything. <laughs> there is one more thing that I want to bring up, but I want to bring it up as like the last thing. Cause it's like this, like it's like a thing they always having have play on the background that I always made me lose my shit. <laughs> oh, uh, a cool thing in this though is that uh, when he finds out that things do come to life. He puts more things in there. Yeah, the the scene with like Darth Vader and the T-Rex and stuff. That yeah. was really cool. Frank Oz, because he played Yoda, got permission from George Lucas to get Darth Vader to be in there. And then there was like things from Star Trek and the T-Rex from Jurassic Park. Yep. And RoboCop. Yeah, RoboCop was in there. Was in there. Oh, fuck yeah, I forgot I about like, that. That was fuck awesome. Yeah, that's cool as shit. And then he like finds out that it's like way dangerous to have yeah. all these things. So he like he's like legit out. watching these things borderline killing themselves, and he's like, uh, no, <laughs> that <laughs> seems bad. Yeah. So, but that was really cool to see all those but things yeah. together. Uh, oh, I forgot to bring up that Richard Jenkins is in this. He plays Omri's dad. Yep. Looks like he's aged five years in the last twenty three. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Same age. <laughs> Same khakis. Yeah. He could tell that he's younger, but not much younger right. than he is now. Right. You would never guess 23 years No shit, yeah. yeah. Five at the most, he's <laughs> aged. Mm-hmm. Like, my God. Mm-hmm. I was blown away when I saw Richard Jenkins. And the, Jesus Christ. Yeah, I was trying to find, because I thought I saw that the mom in other things. And I, other than, like, a ton of other TV credits that she has... Like, this is about the only movie that I've seen that she's been in. Yeah. And, like, then I was also looking up what Omri has been in. He's only ever been in five movies, and three of them were at this time. Like, in 95. Jesus. Like, 92, 95. He had one after this. And then he had two, like, acting credits, like, now. Shit. Like, in, like, CSI or some <laughs> shit. And, like, something I kind of want to see what old Omri looks like. I just, I saw, he... Mellowed out and normalized Good. a little bit. Because <laughs> Jesus Christ, legit looks like a, a space a chi- alien. Yeah, he looks like a child Joan Cusack. <laughs> you put him next to Joan. He looks like Joan Cusack. He looks like the alien from that Fox Alien Autopsy. <laughs> uh, I'm being. Wait, we're only saying this, this because we know you're an adult now. You can take and it. And you dude. finally mellowed out. You mellowed out. Yeah. Yeah. You're, you're fine. Yeah. But good lord, God. But uh, the thing I want to bring up before we go to our uh, our uh, final reviews, JFK kid. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. I <laughs> go ahead. Fucking love JFK kid. <laughs> so they have random. They have random sto- uh, scenes that play out where. Uh, I guess during one of Omri's uh, classes, they have to write a continuous story, and they like share bits and pieces of it with the class as like the movie goes on. So Omri, of course, writes a story about Little Bear and what he's doing with him. And then they always, after Omri's done, they always cut to a kid <laughs> that's writing a story about JFK. <laughs> right. And it's always the most trivial facts about JFK <laughs> that are so dumb, and he's so proud of them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I love it so much. There's like legit one scene where the whole thing is 
JFK was a very young president. There were many kids in the White House. <laughs> That's it. Like, what? Another one was, like, JFK was killed on a road in Texas. <laughs> my grandpa saw it. <laughs> Something like that. Oh, my God, JFK I was, kid. I was losing my shit over JFK kid. I, I was really enjoying JF kid. <laughs> JFK kid, I want to know. I call, call the show, JFK kid. <laughs> call into the pod. We we want to hear from you, JFK <laughs> please, kid. Please, please. I want to know the story behind. Like, oh, I got cast as JFK kid <laughs> for Indian in the cupboard. <laughs> oh my god, that'd be wild. If anyone out there can help us make this connection, we want to find please. JFK kid and ask him about his time on Indian in the cupboard. Oh. Saying random facts about JFK and looking very smug about Does it. Does he still have that notebook? Read <laughs> us more facts about JFK. I want to read more facts. About... Does he talk about Marilyn and how he <laughs> fucked him? How he fucked her? <laughs> JFK fucked Marilyn Monroe. <laughs> it was not. He was not married to her. That's a sin. <laughs> very good, JFK kid. Yeah, that's what his teacher calls him too. <laughs> Well done, JFK kid. <laughs> Very good. Oh, shit. Well, Indian the Cover, JT. What a wild ride. <laughs> yes. What uh, What would you grade this movie? Or would you recommend somebody to go catch it before uh, we do that? It's free on Prime. If you have Prime, check it out. It's sure. also on Hulu as well. If oh, you have really? Hulu. Yeah. Okay, yeah. So it's on Prime and Hulu. Yeah. Uh, check it out on either, either one. But in terms of just actually spending money and, and like precious time to see it you don't really need to no it, it has cool looking scenes in it though mm-hmm. like if you really appreciate that stuff go for it but i i wouldn't say it's one you need to really go out and see no i i think i would agree with you pretty much wholeheartedly there yeah. if you already have these subscription services and like want to like if you have like kids in the room i think they would enjoy it yeah if you really want to appreciate jfk kid Oh yeah, get Definitely him on the pod. Check it out. Get see who his name is in the credits. Get him on the pod. <laughs> JFK was part of the Cuban Missile Crisis. <laughs> Fuck those commie bastards. Thank you, JFK. Kid. That was really good. <laughs> um, I would say yeah, pretty much the same thing. Like if you got kids in the room, they would probably enjoy it. It's kind of like a fun little thing. Um, it's not offensive at nope. all. Like, we say more offensive things about it than it actually has, <laughs> but, like, it, it, I would, if, I, but you could skip it, if you, yeah. if need be. Like, I, I, I would say it's definitely good for kids. Yeah. Like, it, I think it has, like, a really cool message about, like, valuing life as a kid. Oh, I, yeah, I remember I even me as, like, that age, like, I would... I would keep a bunch of different things as pets, like bugs and stuff. Mm-hmm. And it's like, but it's like keeping a fucking, like Omri is like really trying to like justify him <laughs> yeah. keeping this man as a pet. Right. And the more it goes on, he's like, I'm just fucking this dude's life this up. This is fucked up. Like <laughs> yeah. Sees the blood on his hands after he killed that old man. Yeah. And it's like, geez. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, he legit kills a man. He kills an old man in this. Omri is a murderer. Omri murdered an old Indian man <laughs> in this. <laughs> so what would you give it as a grade? Because I think as we talked about it, I changed my answer. Really? Yeah. Okay. Um, I'll give it. 
I'll give it a C plus. Yeah. Like I I wouldn't say I wouldn't give it like like the B range. I would say that it's like it's watchable for anyone, but like C plus is like around that point where it's like there's some cool things to see. There's some things you can appreciate, but all in all, like the kids are really hard to connect with unless you're a kid yourself. And the yeah. score. Or have kids, I guess. I fucking hate the score in this so much. <laughs> like, it just, it takes me out of some scenes where it, it tries to be so sweeping and epic, and it's just, it's not. Mm. So, yeah, I'll give it a C plus. I was originally going to give it a C, but I think I'm going to change it to a B minus. Okay. Um, just gauging by the fact that, like, it has great effects. Yeah. The kid who plays Omri is actually a very good actor. Yeah. The, uh... It is PG, so it is made for kids, so I don't want to, like, rate it too harshly. Yeah. So, I'm going to just go for B-. Like, it's it's short, it's, yeah, it's, it's a, simple, it's, it's a breeze, so, like, it's not really, like, a huge a burden if you were yeah. if you were to have it on or whatever. No. So, I would say, like, B-. Yeah. I think it'd be fun in the background right. type Especially if you have these like subscription services and you just play it, and I think it'd be it'd be fun. Right. I I was actually shocked to see that it. I mean, I would have to see what came out at the same time, but like I was actually pretty shocked that it didn't make its money back. Yeah, I thought it was a decent movie. Yeah, and and it's got cool effects to it. Like yeah. it, it seems like something that kids would want to kind of connect with. Where it's like, what if I did accidentally bring. Like, a very small person into this world. Right. Even if, like, I didn't watch the trailer or anything, but, like, you gotta think that, like, they showed that trailer of, like, the small little Indian man standing in Aubrey's hand. Yeah. Or something like that. Like, I think that would be a pretty engaging visual for a kid to want to see that kind of stuff. And it's it's kind of like a cool time, on top of, like, being, like, a small person film, it's also a cool time travel film. Kind of. <laughs> it's yeah. like, imagine being Little Bear where, like, you go from, like, the world you know to, like, going hundreds of years in the future, and you're and you're also very small. <laughs> right. Where it's like, or from his perspective, everything's really big. Yeah. <laughs> He's yeah, normal like, size. Yeah, like, <laughs> it's it's kind of mind... Like, I, that's why I almost kind of want to see this, this whole movie through Little Bear's perspective where it, it, it's got to be fucking insane. Yeah. It's like if, if it, it's like if we went to the year twenty thirty four, like the twenty one thirty four, and we're also like the size of a quarter. <laughs> yeah. Where yeah. it's like, okay, this is cool to kind of see how the world progresses, but what it's happened? Yeah, but what the fuck? <laughs> I don't want to. I don't want to stay like this. <laughs> this is horrifying. Yeah. And the fact they, that they even play up like the size thing, where or like Omri is a child, but he's so much bigger. That full-grown adults like Little Bear and Boone like depend on them for food and shelter and everything. Yeah, and that's scary as hell. Yeah. That's like if you're. That's like if a very small child was like your god. <laughs> like I think God's a child now. <laughs> like that's why things are so fucked up. Where right. it's just like I don't know. I'll just, uh, I'll just let you die. I don't know what to do now. <laughs> like that's what Omri does. Oh God. Oh God. <laughs> yeah. You are literally fucking everything up, Omri. <laughs> ah, I'm just too scared. Ah, I'm gonna put you in the cupboard then. Fuck it. <laughs> uh, well, besides ending the cupboard, do you enjoy anything else this last week, JJ? Um, well, grab another beer and then I'll, I'll, uh, all right, 
I'll elaborate. All right. Um, I, of course, rented through Netflix the movie Blockers. I know oh, you okay. saw it. Yeah, I saw that in the theater. Um, I thought it was okay. Yeah, it was okay. I uh, I was kind of disheartened by how bad John Cena was in it. Yeah, he's a terrible actor he's in this. He's fucking terrible. Yeah. <laughs> I was like... I, I felt so bad for him. I'm like, I've seen you be good in so many different things. Yeah, he was good in that one uh, movie with, um, now her name is escaping me, where he plays like that boyfriend. Yeah, uh, yeah, Amy Schumer. Amy, and, yeah, Amy uh, Schumer. Fuck, I can't remember what it's called. But yeah, in that one. I thought he was good in that, but in this, like, anytime... And he's really good in uh, Sisters with Amy Poehler and Tina Fey, where yeah. he plays that drug dealer. Yeah. Like, he's hilarious in that. But in this, like, they actually, he actually has to, like, emote, and it's so bad. <laughs> it seemed like any time he was trying to deliver a line, it looked like he was trying to holding back laughter. Yeah, I, I can see that, yeah. There's, like, a scene at the end where he's supposed to cry, and he's, like, cracking a smile, where you're, I'm like, the fuck, dude? Yeah, this sucks. <laughs> you're terrible. But uh, I really liked the uh, girls in that. Yeah, like the they were friends. really good. They was, that was they good. They were really good. I really liked uh, Ike Barinholtz's character in it. Oh yeah, me too. Where like yeah. uh, like any Lester movie would kind of like play him off as like the asshole dad. Uh-huh. Like he they play him up as like, well, everyone thinks I'm an asshole because of this, but this happened. And they also play him up where it's like he's not trying to stop his daughter from having sex. He's like st- trying to stop her because she's going to make a mistake mm-hmm. cuz she's actually a lesbian. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like she's just she's trying to force fuck a dude <laughs> so that she fits yeah. in with everybody and he's like I know for a fact my daughter is a lesbian. Mm-hmm. I want to make sure she doesn't do something she's going to regret down the line. Because yeah. she she likes chicks. Right. I want her to fuck a chick not on prom night. Beard. Yeah, not that fucking big, gross, fat dude with the fedora. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. But, I- yeah. So, like, yeah. So, I, out of all of, like, the three characters, I connected, connected with him the most. Because he was, like, both, like, open-minded and was, like... I'm legit doing this for a good reason. I want to make sure my daughter doesn't make a mistake. Yeah. Yeah. I thought that was a, the, one of the best parts of the movie, too. But overall, it was I did think it was like, yeah, it was okay. Yeah. There's like some funny scenes here and there. Yeah. And uh, I did laugh a lot when John Cena locked eyes with that dude while he was coming. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> Yeah, there's like there's a few things here and there that are pretty funny. Like yeah, the girls are really great. Their dynamic, like their banter back and forth with each other is really good. Although I think prom night would have ended if they would have puked that early in the night. Oh yeah. They puked a lot. They got fucked up real quick. Yeah, they puked a lot and it was like halfway through the night and you're I was like I would go home. Yeah, they would just <laughs> rallied and like kept going. I'm yeah, like, like my god. You no. I don't think I've ever done that. Like, even in my younger years, I've never been able to boot and rally and just, like... But now, I'm just... Even just watching and be like, oh, I think I need to go to bed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's... No, that's a no-go for me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And uh, me and Molly also watched on HBO. They put up a documentary about Robin Williams called Inside My Head. Oh, I saw or that in, was up or there. It's Inside My Mind, I think. And it's really good. I was nonstop laughing through the whole thing. Yeah? He was such a fucking good stand-up. Oh, man. And, oh, my God. He was, like, watching it throughout, like, it's... He's such an interesting person, too. Because, like, he was, like, uh... His dad was very strict. And so, like, like his younger years, like, he was, like, on, like, a very, like, strict regiment. But, like, his mom was kind of, like, 
kind of like a, like a clown. Like she would kind of like cut jokes here and there. And then he moved to like San Francisco and became like this huge fucking hippie. Mm-hmm. So it's like all these aspects of him are just kind of like in him where he's like, he's very regimented, but he's also kind of a goofball when he's also kind of a hippie mm. and they all kind of play on them on each other. And even while like when he's like, is in, when he's like in entertainment, it's like, I'm pretty sure like he had some form of autism. Oh really? Cause he, he like he just couldn't turn it off. Hmm. And, like and like they even like play up a thing where uh, he had to play like a, a doctor in in a movie, and uh, Patch it, Adams. Not Patch Adams. <laughs> it was something else where sure. it was a it was about a doctor that like dealt with uh, patients that had uh, Parkinson's that he actually was diagnosed with before he killed himself, which is weird. Oh fuck. But uh it 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 it, <laughs> uh, it, it caused him to kind of connect with this person that had uh like kind of like Asperger's or or some kind of like mental deficiency or not deficiency, but like some kind of mental uh a thing where like he kind of had like ADD and was like all over the place and like they had like footage where like Robin Williams is like talking to him and you can see like Robin Williams is like talking to him in like a sense where it's like i kind of can see where you're coming from because hmm. like the guy's like talking a mile a minute and robin williams is like like you almost kind of like no like kind of like understand him and kind of like connect with him hmm. where it's like yeah i can kind of see now or like you watch like robin williams stand up and he's all over the place like he's talking a mile a minute where yeah. it's like he kind of has like a form of add where like he can kind of suppress it a little bit or but he still use kinda... it to his advantage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where it's like if if entertainment didn't exist, like Robin Williams probably would have been put in some kind of asylum or something. Jesus. Because like he never, because he couldn't turn it off. Like even like people that were really close to him, it's like yeah, Robin just never turned it off. But people were so enthralled by him and like loved him that they just. And he was actually funny. Yeah. Like if he probably would have kept going on saying some things that weren't funny, then people would have been probably turned off by him. <laughs> but the fact that he was so funny at the same time, it was like, well, shit. Just, yeah, keep going. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but Man. it it's really interesting. I definitely suggest checking it out. All right. I think it's it's called Inside My Mind. I think, but it's okay. It's a documentary on HBO about Robin Williams. Okay. All right. And uh, the last thing I'm into, uh, me and Molly started watching a show on Netflix called Dark Tourist. Oh, yeah. You were talking about this. Where uh, I can't remember the guy's name, but he's from New Zealand. Mm -hmm. And he just goes to different countries and uh, experiences the uh, sort of things that involved in tourism that are kind of more macabre and kind of on the darker side of things. Like. He'll go to like uh like vampire tours in New Orleans or he'll go to like abandoned cities. Uh he's even gone to like uh he goes to the Fukushima Daiichi nuclear reactor site. Mm-hmm. Well not the site, but like around the area that it's at. Right. Like there's actually people that will take people on tours to like the cities that are abandoned close to it. Because the radiation levels are so high. Jesus Christ. <laughs> like the guy says there's like a part where like the guy says like like uh well uh any level above a a, a point a point two is uh or a point oh two is too much so but you can still like visit it so you can't live there but you can kind of visit it and like the dude like puts on a bus and legit 
takes them so far into the site that it's like 0.75 at one point. <laughs> What where the they're heck? like, are we going to turn around soon? And he's like, do you want to turn around? He's like, yes! <laughs> Let's leave! I don't want to be around here! Like, it's it's insane. But to have all my <laughs> hair fall out. Yeah, like, he's legit taking him further and further into, like, super radioactive territory. Oh, boy. And <laughs> But it's oh, it's so good. Like, he, he goes to, like, a World War II reenactment in Europe. Like, it's, just, <laughs> it's, it's really cool stuff. Like, I highly suggest checking it out. Like, it's just things here and there that are like in different countries that you wouldn't really think of if you're going to tour there but it's insane man so check I, out dark tourist on netflix i saw uh, a trailer for it and i looked it looked interesting but i wasn't completely sold on it yeah but. no i'm 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 really into it and okay. they break it down into into con- different countries okay so there's like, deal. there's like one called the stands where he just goes to like a bunch of uh, countries in the Middle East and he actually visits Turkmenistan, which is he gets there by saying he's part of the press for this uh, form of like European games that's going on. Uh-huh. But the only reason he's going there is because it's super oppressive. Fuck. Like people have been known to have their rooms bugged. And if you say anything about the country, that's negative in the slightest, they arrest you and like interrogate you and torture you. Oh shit. And he just, he visits there on this press, pla- press pass. Fuck that. <laughs> Screw that. I don't want any part so, of that. It's really interesting. Um, the only thing that I've really been into this last week is that I, Finally finished Invincible. Well done. So it's done. We've recorded the last episode of the three-part series for that just yesterday. Nice. So it's all done. I have it nice. all behind me now. Your mustache and everything. I can put it to yeah, my mustache and everything. <laughs> I can put it to rest. Um, and but the only other thing I've been watching is just I found out that Naked and Afraid is on Hulu. Yeah. And so like. Me and Chelsea have been watching a ton of Naked and Afraid. Oh, yeah. we, Me and Molly came by on uh, Friday and watched a little bit of it with you. Mm-hmm. And then it got us to, like, watch a little bit of it at our house. <laughs> yeah. It's so good. I, I just love people being overconfident in their abilities and then just being shown that nature can whoop their ass. Jesus. And they also have no pants on. <laughs> <laughs> it like, looks so bad. Like... When they even, like, cut, like, the things at the beginning where they talk about all the dangerous stuff there, it's like, how how, how, does this, how does this show exist? I know. How do you put people in this environment and be like, oh, by the way, there's alligators and snakes that can kill you in three seconds. Right. You're right. What? <laughs> I want to say it's gotten more extreme as it went on because I know when it started, it's just like survivor except that you're naked. Yeah. And you have to go from there. It's yeah. just two of you or whatever. Yeah. And so I was like, okay, that's pretty interesting. But I think as it went on, it's just like, also, this island is full of deadly snakes. Even the trees will kill you. (laughs) It's like, my God, like, fuck that. Why would anyone even want to go there ever? Yeah. Regardless if you have fucking clothes on or not. There was like one me and Molly saw where it was pretty much just a rock in the middle of the sea. (laughs) Yeah. Where it's like, so how are you supposed to live there? And it's like. (laughs) You're supposed to. 21 days. What? <laughs> Good luck. Fuck you. Yeah. There's a jungle, but it's super thick and full of really dangerous shit and a beach. It's pretty much a rock in the middle of nowhere. 21 days. You're going to probably die. Here's the monsoon season. <laughs> yeah. Yes. It's like, what the fuck? It also rains every day. Good luck. <laughs> 
before before you get out of the boat, we're gonna punch you in the neck. Yeah, <laughs> just I'm waiting measure. for I'm waiting for the episode where they have to like camp in like an active volcano or some bullshit. Right? Or before you leave the boat, we're gonna break one of your legs. <laughs> get on that. Well, yeah, so that's that's pretty much all I've been into this last week. Well, good. Yeah, so if people want to send you their pics for uh, Naked and Afraid, yeah. where can they do send that? Send me your naked your <laughs> naked pics at Bucky for everyone on Twitter, Instagram, and Hey Why Not Snapchat. <laughs> Great. Uh, you can find me at Detroit of the Max on Twitter. You can find us both at Review Review Pod on Twitter. All of our new stuff is uploaded also onto Facebook.com if you follow us there. Um, all of our episodes are also loaded onto ReviewReviewPod.Podbean.com, as well as other things such as Stitcher and Google Play. You can also find us probably on Google Podcasts, which I know you yeah. can find us on Google Podcasts. Um, we're also on a variety of other things I've never even uploaded us on purposefully, but like I found it on there, like Player FM and hey, stuff like that. Right. So I part- know you and C. Danger said you found yourselves on Spotify. Are we on Spotify? I so but uh, Podbean doesn't have the option to do it, but I think I can figure out how to reverse engineer it from my and Chelsea's hosting site. Oh, shit. So I might do that. Nice. Because I thought about that after I found out that we actually got on there. (laughs) And so, like, I'm going to see if I can get on there now for this one, too. Um, Also, uh, you can follow us on Apple Podcasts. And while you're there, you can rate and subscribe. Give us a comment there. We'll read it on the show. If you like the show, that helps other people find it, too. And we have an email at reviewreviewpod at gmail.com if you want to email in with any questions or queries yeah. about us or the show or things in the entertainment industry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the show, JT. Next week. Next week. Well, for August, we're thinking of singing out the summer mm-hmm. with a cavalcade of musicals. But mm-hmm. before that, we decided to... Uh, since we did two kids' movies back-to-back, <laughs> yes. and we're going to do a whole bunch of musicals, we should probably inject a little bit of testosterone <laughs> in this show <laughs> right? before we dive into uh, some more happy-go-luckiness. Uh-huh. So, with that being thought of, and our talk about the Stash Cavill, <laughs> right. we are going to dive into the latest episode in the Mission Impossible franchise. Yep. Because it's getting such good reviews also. Yeah, it's like killing in it's the ridiculous. reviews. It's ridiculous. But the real critics are, of course, us. <laughs> right, that's right. So we're going to be talking about Mission Impossible Fallout. Yep. Next week, we'll see if it measures up to the amazing reviews it's been getting. Yeah. So check that out. After that, slew musicals. Yes. Singing out the summer with musicals. Mm-hmm. I'm picking two. Troy's picking two. And we're riding through the rest of August with musicals. Great. Uh, So uh, until next week where we talk about the stash bash of Cavill, (laughs) (laughs) I've been Troy to the Mash Extreme. I am JD3K. And we are off.